Allahumma is the things you say on a Hawaiian <coughs> Christmas day today. Allahumma is the things you say to say Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> Probably not right, but close enough. It's very close enough, man. Andrew, welcome back, bro. Thank you. Thank Good you for having to see me. you. You brought a friend. Yes, the goat. Uh, the goat, huh? How's it going, Gabriel? Not too bad. You're not a little nervous bad. or no? A little bit, yeah. Wait, it's not in the normal setting. It's not the normal construction setting. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. There's some fine cabinetry in here. A little bit of fine cabinetry. A little cabinetry. bit, yeah. I'm enjoying this yeah. uh, well-crafted table. This is Rob from uh, 13 Concept. Nice. Ash, he, he put it together, right? Uh, no, so welcome, guys. It's, it's good to have you guys in, in the studio here. We're going to obviously talk a lot about trim carpentry. We're going to go way back in time, uh, probably like <laughs> as far back as the 70s. Uh, yeah. Uh, Before power tools or power tools. No, 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 not that far. I think 73 when I first started. Two uh, years after I was born. Wow. Wow. Feel, make me feel my age. No, how young are you? Man? <laughs> you don't, look, young you don't you? look your age, no, though. I know. So. How young are you, man? Um, six, I'm going to be 64 in March. Still swinging the hammer. Yeah. Still loving the business. Yeah. Wow. What's yeah. your secret? I, Bourbon. <laughs> Bourbon. Uh, no, I, I like what I do. I love what I do. It was yeah. always that going to be when you got out of high school, when you got started? No. What was the first? So I started doing this, like I said, uh, I was 14. Uh, I started working uh, for my uncle. Uh, you know, summertime, Saturdays, Sundays, uh, school holidays and stuff. And um, when I was 18... I applied for uh, college, law enforcement. Oh. And I got accepted. There's a lot of cops, construction, and, connection. And uh, I figured, you know, let me take a year off, make some money, then go. And one year turned into two, one year turned into three, and I've been doing it ever since. My nice. My, my uh, dad was a cabinet maker, uh, so I learned a lot from him, and I was very lucky. Um when I was learning that I was taught by old timers and uh, I never went to school for this. It just came a little bit naturally and naturally. a little bit uh, taught, like I said, by the old timers. What's Carlito I, say? Uh, school of hard knocks, school of hard knocks. So it is. You know, and it's, it's not like today, you know, if I messed up, I got a hammer thrown at me, you know, so. I think there should be a few hammers. <laughs> these days. That's just me, but we're getting ahead of ourselves before we start getting into employee employer abusive nature, but we'll, we'll tap into that, but I do want to do the shout out. So uh, first of all, uh, Noel uh, laneway uh, building, I've got his tea going on right now. I'm yeah, going to bust yours, right? Yeah. You've actually, you've worked. No, have you not worked for him? No, no, but I saw the logo. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got his tea going on, but let's do all the tea. So Andrew Prete. And uh, Gabriel, how do you... Uh, DeVito. DeVito, yeah. Wow, related or not? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Carpenter, the, height, the height's nowhere the same. No, no. <laughs> Carpenter on site, Inc. And then your company is... Uh, Zinnia Place Trim Carpentry. There it is. Okay, I, I was trying to figure out Zinnia, yeah. And then uh, both Finnish Carpenters. Yep. That's the official title. Yes, sir. And, and then you've got 15, Andrew. And, and uh, Gabriel, you got 45. And on Instagram, it's Carpenter underscore on underscore site. And then also we want to do a shout out to... Uh, so at Sold by Tula. Yeah, T-O-U-L-A. Uh, so we'll definitely, hopefully, get her on the show. She so will be on talk. soon. We got a newborn at home, so we're yeah, kind of getting that figured man. out. That's well, why I'm wearing pink today. Actually, what's the name? What's the name? Her name is Nina. Nina. Yeah, very nice. 
So thank you for making the time and abandoning your family to be on the show. <laughs> no problem, anytime. <laughs> uh, so where are we? I want to go down this whole path about how it was and how it is. And uh, you brought up a very amazing point to start off with is who teaches you. And not necessarily yeah. formal taught, but who teaches you. You were fortunate enough to have the right teacher. And I'm sure that, Andrew, you've very fortunate enough to have the right teacher. Gabe okay, was one of them back in the day. Yeah. So you guys want to shed some light on that teaching mentor? Um, it was, uh, when I, like I said, when I first started for like four or five years, all I did was shelves and baseboard. That's it. And that's it. And, uh, you know, quarter round, shoe mold, whatever. And it's not like today. Everything was hand nailed. Uh, hand finishing nails? Yeah. And Common then, nails? Like little? Yeah. Yeah, hand nailed, you know, punched. Pre preset on the Were clothing. you ding for rosebuds or like? Oh Jesus! Like that's the end. Oh, oh, like that's what, what was the, like? What was the procedure when you actually had a rosebud? Sand it right away. Sand it right away. Sand but you try to hide it from the employer? No, no, from from a homeowner or, or whatever. Yeah. And, but like I said, these old guys—they were at the other end of the house. And they would hear the hammer hit the wood. And they start, know yeah. exactly the yeah. sound. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, you just for the clients and anybody else that's not into yeah, carpentry, you know, I guess like concrete guys, uh, because they're famous for their rosebuds, it's when the hammer makes contact with the wood. Yeah. yeah. And you leave a little circle depression. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, <laughs> uh, uh, power tools. You know, there was, okay, electric drills. Uh, there was nothing corded. Uh, scale saw. And if you had a Rockwell miter saw, it you're was, in heaven. You're in heaven. Uh, so what was it back? Was it just like industrial-based kind of tools? Like uh, no, no, not industrial-based uh, tools. Like uh, for baseboard, we would have to make our own miter boxes out of two by four or two by sixes. Wow. Uh, and it was all handsaw. They still build or sell miter boxes now, eh? Plastic ones. Plastic ones, yeah, no. We used to make For cutting styrofoam. For cutting styrofoam, <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> For like, if, if they had, uh, you know, the higher base, they would have, uh, they would make jigs and use a skill saw on a rail on a 45 or a 22. Oh, and a half the radial rail arm saw. No, no, a skill saw. Oh, a skill saw. A skill saw. Really? The yeah. original track saw. Yeah. Basically, they would make like a track saw. Yeah. And you would slide your uh I actually converted Dave into buying a track saw not too long ago. <sighs> You just tried it for the, it's a, it, that's a toy, huh? That's a really nice yeah, toy. Yeah, I, I just finished um, a, a buddy's place. He had built a cabana and we had to dress, and he had, you know, the, the rough framing and columns and stuff, and he wanted dressed in a barn board. And uh, when I did his walkout a couple of years ago, maybe four years ago, I used a, uh, a, t a table saw yeah. to cut the 45s, you know, yeah. and, and I said, man, I went out and I bought a track saw and it made life so much easier. After I told you, you need a track saw. Yeah. You which one, stop which using one did the table saw. Which, which, I, I got the Makita. The Makita. And he yeah. went to go see our boys in the Saga Hardware. I noticed that you're wearing a Saga hat. You green. know I only represent green. this Saga Hardware. And you're lucky enough to have a green version. I, I I, that's rare. That's almost like uh, first edition Dark Knight or something like that, man. Like, that's insane. If you're going to represent, you got to do it properly. Oh, you got to represent. The boys are all good there. Um, so, uh, how has it dramatically changed from then till now? Oh, now you got 
Or when did it change? At what period what? did it start changing? Um, I guess when I say change, maybe more the loss of love and the lo- and the gain of love for money only, and not for the the skill. That doesn't happen. I think that <laughs> that probably changed in the mid mid eighties. Really? Um, for for you? No, not for me. Uh, so I, I guess it would be. I'm, I'm, this is going way back, you know, and I can't remember all that, f- most of the stuff. Uh, 40 when, years, we're talking you about You know, when, when uh, pre-hung first started. I mean, I was, oh. just, I was just born. That's what, so in the 80s is when pre-hung started coming onto I the market? I think it was in the 80s, early 80s. Which and, is and such like, a... What, like knockdown frames? Knockdowns came first, then the pre-hung. But back then, at least the pre-hung, it was three-quarter inch finger joint stock material now, not now three it's half inch now half it's inch. seven now it's seven sixteenths it's seven sixteenths uh mdf and then and you know back then at least you could work with with the pre-hung uh and so I, in all fairness if you install a pre-hung properly it works i don't prefer it but are we talking pre-hung Home Depot door pre-hung or subdivision knockdown with casings already I'm on it pre-hung? I'm trying to give it some justification. Because there's two different types you know, of... If, if the pre-hung was made on solid material, even if it was finger joint, it'd be half decent. Yeah, but are we talking the pre-hung with the casings already on it? Yeah, but you can't shim that. You, know, you, can, you can't shim it? That's what no. I'm saying is that you got to build it properly. And technically, I guess you've got to put the two sides first and then glue and drop in the top or no you put the top you in bought, and then the yeah. two sides yeah, the, you know yeah. glue the 45s but but, but, but there's no shims behind the doing that? and exactly it's air it's air it's shims. just it's the casings are holding it in the two inch nails from the door stop basically just you slam that door hard enough it'll, it's <laughs> gonna fall off the hinges it will fall apart right yeah, yeah. especially if the door opening is too big and you're only using two and an eighth inch quarter trim. yeah yeah you know and, and uh but now it's just uh, uh production in the subdivision okay you know. i take it back I fucking hate the pre-hungs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to justify them somehow. So, yeah, for speed. Can I, can I tell you a quick, yeah. quick story? <laughs> so it was, uh, I guess, 30 years ago, 32 years ago, my dad... Oh, I was just uh, born again. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Stop reminding him. <laughs> so my dad was working uh, for a furniture company, making, doing furniture and stuff, and uh, he was on holiday, and he wanted to come and work with me. And uh, a buddy of mine at, uh, from uh, Geneva, he had called me and said, "Listen, we're in a we're in a bind. We need a couple of houses done in, in Whitby." And I said, "Okay, you know, we'll go do it." So my dad, went, like I said, my dad wanted to come and uh, work with me that for a couple of weeks. And uh, we we drive out to uh, to the site. I start unloading all my tools and stuff. And he goes, uh, "Where's your router and uh, your jigs?" And I go, "I don't need them." He goes, what do you mean you don't need them? I go, come inside, you'll see. So all the material is up against the door, and he sees the pre-hungs. And he goes, what the hell are those? Never seen a pre-hung in his life. Never. And he goes, how do those work? I said, okay, I'll show you. So I put one up, and he just shook his head, and he goes, poor people. He saw the end result. Yeah. And he said, no, this this is no good. (laughs) Meanwhile, you've got a builder who wants to make money and only make money, and saw the the first result. You yeah. didn't see the end result. Yeah, for like like right now, you know, like subdivisions, whatever. It's just production and in and out, in and out, and that's it. You know, like when when we go into a house, um, uh, we're there 
anywhere from a month to two months in a house. We're talking about a big house, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, like 5,000, 6,000. Yeah. yeah, and everything yeah. is done from scratch. Machine the doors, machine the frames, yes, trim everything, yes, yeah. and, and, and cut everything on site. And, and so here's the big question. Are trim carpenters today underpaid? Yes. Oh, definitely. How much are they underpaid? $500 an hour underpaid. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm not disagreeing with you guys. Uh, There's a lot of ask for trim. It's no longer the mm. days of base. Well, car finished carpenters hide all the lack of care everybody else put into that build. If the wall is not if crowned the wall's properly, not, if, yeah, yeah. Like if the door openings are not done properly. Yeah. If, if it's all your problem now. Yeah. Like even in, in custom homes, the, um, I've noticed lately a, a lot of the framing, the older guys, they will leave you that extra half inch yeah. on, on the opening. Because they know it's three-quarter, three-quarter, you got to shim. And they know that ball-bearing hinge takes an extra little bit of meat on the screw past the jam, so they compensate yeah. for that stuff. But a lot of the, the framers, even though they're framing a custom house, they'll frame it to a subdivision. Because, you, you know, you got 716, 716. This is what drives me crazy. You, that word custom gets thrown around like a Kardashian. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. just ridiculous how bad that you think that you're building something custom. It's not. No. It is basically subdivision. Yeah. And, and like Andrew had said, it's the, um, the tile work, the trim work, um, the cabinetry that upgrades everything. Yeah. It, you know, but and like uh, painters and trim guys and, and the cabinet guys are at the end of the budget. Framers got paid. So, you know, you got to make miracles happen. But on clients the are also asking you guys for everything. everything. Oh, you got a nice big front door installed, but we didn't want to put the handle on. Oh, since you're here, slap the handle on. You know. It's not right. It's not. It's uh, not. And what do you do when they owe you money? Say no. You play that game. Has that game always been in the? Uh, um, there, uh, it, it always has been. You know, there's there's some really good builders out there that um, uh, they know your worth and and they know the extras and and whatever, and they'll pay you. But then there's some people that. Well, again, like Andrew said, they take, try to take advantage of you. So have you built, I mean, I, I think when we chatted recently, you've got your go-to builders. You're, uh, you're I'm actually making that list a lot smaller. That's now. what I'm getting at. So it's like you, you focused on finding the right builders that respect and understand. Well, the right builders set. found me and like the guy, like what we do. And then, you know, you kind of pick and choose who you want to work for. So now it's like, you know. I'm loyal to these, you know, for argument's sake, five guys. Yeah. They treat me good. They pay yeah. the bill. They don't give me any headaches. If they do, I'm compensated for it. Yeah. Those are the guys you want to work was for. Was that the same game for you as well, Gabriel? Is that the... Uh, yeah. I, like, um, I, I only do work for two guys. They keep me busy. Oh, actually, three guys. They keep me busy all year round. And uh, they do two, three houses a year each. And again, depending on what they want inside the house, I'm there for anywhere from a month to two months to three months. And um, uh, a lot of my work before was all word of mouth. And again, I was always busy. And uh, um, Yeah, but you also uh, don't come to work just for like that paycheck. You want to make that person's house look Yeah, good. exactly. So like your, your revenue stream is just never ending. But a good yeah. trim carpenter doesn't look at the paycheck. They look at no, the scope. You look at, you look at everything, man. You know, like you want to make, at the end of the day, you want to make some money, but... You also want to make the client happy. Yes. You want you them know? to want to pay you. And, and uh, you know, knock on wood, I've never have 
I would say 99% of the houses I've done, I've never had to go back and do a deficiency. That's the way it should be. And and, uh, again, you want to make the client happy. He's going to refer you to somebody else. And then at the end of the day, and a touch up is different than a deficiency, by the way. Just yeah, for everyone listening. Yeah, no, no, for sure. You know. But then when you get subdivision homes and pre hungs, and you, uh, like, there's a whole divi- uh, deficiency uh, department. Yeah, but I haven't. I probably don't even remember how to put up a pre hung. Is it good for the young uh, tradespeople that want to get into trim carpentry to cut their teeth on subdivision, or is that bad? It'll teach uh, you. It it'll teach you speed. Te- it will. It will teach you, yes, but... Um, as long as you don't learn the bad lessons, or keep the bad lessons. Yes. Now, I don't know what they teach you at, like, at the Union Hall or, or whatever, but... I do. They, <laughs> they should teach you how to work, how to do stuff from scratch. Well, one of the things that they had was a day and a half course on hand tools, just hand tools. Just hand tools. And I believe my instructor was Dan Barrett at the time. And someone made a comment. Uh, why are we using, you know, a screwdriver, a coping saw, and this and that to do this stuff? Like, we have power tools, like, 10 feet away from us. He goes, what happens if there's a blackout? Can you still do your job? It's, the, it's, it's not so much about technology. It's more about respecting where the craft came from. Yeah, like if you can't use a miter saw, how, I mean, a hand saw, like how do you expect to use a miter saw? Like, if, if you understand a miter box and you and you know how to work it properly, you'll be able to superfly it on a like miter actually, saw. Actually, now, that, now yeah. that we got this, one thing I want to comment on. Uh, I've been noticing on Instagram, guys are doing a lot of coping with like jigsaws. Well, that started years ago. I know, I know. But what I'm getting at, though, is, is that a lot of Finnish guys don't even carry a coping saw anymore. They're just relying on a power tool, like a jigsaw, to do yeah. all their coping and yeah. stuff. And it's like... But now there's that other tool where it's a jig and you're doing a router. Oh, there's multiple different coat. There's coat master. There's all sorts all of kinds stupid of things. Stuff, yeah. yeah, but are they better? Are they more I mean, efficient? Your, set, your setup time is probably longer, maybe efficiency wise. Yeah, but like, I mean, if you're doing a bunch of uh, whatever, I mean, we had the drywall guys in here and they told us there's 50 corners in for 53 way corners in any home, average home, right? So if you're doing 50 corners, let's say for a baseboard, and you set it up, might be better. Yes and no. Well, depending on how you work, you know, yeah, like you, you, you do a room room at a time, and and, and you go like and my like our setups may be different from those guys' setup. They might only have two guys when we have, for argument's sake, more guys. He's hanging doors. One guy's putting windows up. One guy's doing base. The so helpers let's, cutting. Let's copes. talk about your setups. You guys are figuring out your setups based on each individual job, right? And you kind of go back and revert to what you guys know skill wise. You can, well, the people that you have, you have to know their 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 uh, their strengths, right? Yeah. Like I'm short, I'm gonna do base. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Gabe's tall, he's gonna hang do doors. <laughs> <laughs> I just see a bunch of hobbits taking care right? of all the baseboards, right? right. <laughs> no, so, so you guys look at it yeah. that way, right? You try to figure out what's the best way to tackle all these problems, yeah, right? You want to be efficient. Now, I mean, I know that you've said it, also Gary, a bunch of trim guys have said it. They're, you guys are lone wolves for the most part. It's always one guy or, you know, I, I haven't seen a girl yet, but there's always one trim carpenter that comes in. They kind of like it that way, but I feel that you need a second. You, you need someone that's, um, you're not worrying about them. They don't need to lead, 
you just need to know that whatever task it is that they're doing you don't have to look over you don't gotta look over it like if gabe takes on a house and i'm there with him like and he's whatever on the other side of the house he knows that if i'm in the basement production's happening production's happening what were your initial thoughts when you first met andrew Ooh, this was whoa whoa, hold on a minute he met me well when you 10 years ago probably when i just got longer well, there was a there was an initial meet where it's like, hey, well, I'm new guy. Hey, yeah, I definitely guy. was well, a new guy. So I'll let you. I, that. I, I was helping out a buddy of mine that I've known again forever, and he had hired uh, Andrew, and I was greener than green. So th- this was about like 16 years ago, I guess. Listen, just for the record, everybody is greener than green at the very beginning. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's yeah, like yeah. I didn't know anything. Like I was there to learn. I wasn't there to to lead or do anything along yeah, the lines so, of that. Yeah. So this was like, like, like I said, about 16, 17 years ago, whatever. La Primavera Banquet Hall. Yeah, and uh, he was new, and so I would just. You would do your job, and I would make your life easy as best I could. And I knew he was new or whatever, and uh, you, you just kind of guide him you know do it like this do it like that do this and 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 he was picking th- uh, things up you didn't have to look over your shoulder to realize is he doing it right is he being safe is he being no smart? he would ask me if i was doing it right and i was go you know go over and yeah that's fine you know if you want to do it faster or better you do it like this and, and that was it but he wasn't the first guy to approach you to be on site to do work with you so you must have had a lot of other guys during the course of the years of you working. And I'm just trying to get a feel for how they interacted, I guess, with you on that first day, so to speak. Uh, well, most of the people that I, to tell you the truth, most of the people that I've worked with, I, I knew since I was a kid. Like, oh, uh, like okay. I said, I started when I was a kid. And these guys were older, and, and I would work with them over the years. Um, so if you're on site and you're working away and some kid is walking down the street, smells lumber, and walks on the site, introduces himself and says, listen, will you give me a shot? How are you going to react to that? Well, you have to ask him, well, what, you know, what kind of experience do you have? If I'm he, right out of school. But I, the first good thing that that kid just did was walk on site. Yes, <laughs> you know, exactly. Uh, uh if he does, like, if he had gone to trade school and, and knows the basics, yes, of course I'll give him a shot. Okay. But what know, if he's got zero? What if he was, for argument's sake, a security guard? Uh, no, and no, that's, uh, no. I, I think there's a prerequisite before you actually Well, show. that's not true because the guy T that I had working for me was a security guard and he knew nothing. And up until about maybe six months ago, he was doing stuff by himself. Okay. He knew nothing. Like, you know, like if, if you have the time. He was to, hungry. Yeah, he was hungry, though. You know, and that, that's the other thing. A lot of kids aren't willing to learn. Uh, they they want to get right where you are right away. Yeah. You know, uh, I remember I was doing um, a funeral home. Oof. And... Uh, that's fun. Yeah. For your well, it, well <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was all gutted. Another, oh. another one that I did was operational still. But anyways, uh, that's a different story. Okay. So uh, I put an ad in the paper because it was a big project. The obituary? And, uh, and um, <laughs> yeah. So that, you know, this this guy goes, yeah, you know, he came. I got 10 years experience and this and that and whatever. I said, okay, you know, come over. I'll try, I'll try you out. And 
we were doing crown molding, and I said, okay, start cutting some crown. And I just happened to turn around and saw the way he was holding the, the wood up against fence? the fence. fence and the machine and the miter saw. I said, no, this guy's got no experience at all. I gave him 30 bucks to take a cab home. I said, you know, nice. see you later. Paid him to leave. You know, and, uh, I guess that's the other thing is that if you are a new person, bullshitting your experience will only get you so far but you'll get called out very quickly yeah. very fast so you you're better off to not bullshit your experience yeah and and just show just say it listen i know nothing it. that's it yeah yeah you know uh, you, you, you'll learn and be you'll be someone will want to teach you more if you're not a like a yes man if yes. it's not i know this i know that that's it's exactly like how right. do you do this how do you do that oh yeah, okay yeah, I mean, yeah. let's evolve together yeah but I, and then again the other thing is like the time to teach someone you know everybody wants things done yesterday so you don't have that time to that's time out of your day that you're making money if you don't uh okay so where were we at before we were well, guys walking on site and teaching and time because well, that's the biggest thing i mean first of all in all fairness listen you guys are the quarterback i don't care what anybody says when you get on site a, a, a skilled trades person that's a trim carpenter you guys we're also are the chief finance uh yeah, too, oh, right? I know, but the thing is, there's a certain aura around you guys, like, and 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 the good ones, but all the young ones want to be that. I think too soon. I think that they have to cut their teeth. They have to, yeah, of course. course. So, and 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 I'm trying to figure out how do we um, educate them on how to do that. So, first of all, yeah, walk on site. Don't bullshit. Uh, be honest about your your situation, where you came from, who taught you, where'd you pick up anything, if you have anything, like those kinds of things. Even if you don't know anything, just say that. That's because it's that's better for you, yeah. of course, in the long run. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather spend a couple of days knowing that you don't know anything and to give you some like basic like, knowledge, and then you know just evolve off that. Don't come to me and be like, yeah, I can do this, that, I know this, and then you don't know who God's like. <laughs> That brings me up to the segment, the first one that we're going to do. But I do want to ask, uh, wait, are you still a step bevel guy? Like, is that your favorite? Is that the what? I'll do what? anything. That doesn't but do you me. have a favorite? If Profile? It, yeah. I like, I like, I like uh, um, old colonial candlestick, me personally. That's a nice one. It has a nice shadow line when you install yes. it. It gives yes. you a nice profile. It's not too busy. If you get the eight and a half inch base, it's got a nice flat to it. Yes. So I, like me personally, like. I would use it. I put that in my personal home. I do a modern uh, farmhouse style. Yes. Worked perfect. No shoe mold. What's yours, Gabriel? You've seen enough of them. I, I, I like the step bevel. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. You sure, must be the he first he person I know of like this age group that... I, I like Because it's stuff. easy to sand. It's not... No, it's... I don't know. I just like the Two way... Two steps, I, man. I just like the way it looks. It does look clean. Finished. It does look clean. It does I know. Clean. It's it's kind of ironic. It's, it is Do you like it with or without Toronto. Yes. It is a very much old school Toronto, but yeah. with the, What is it called? The jack miter. Yeah. But nobody does jack miters these days. Nobody's going to pay you for that. How much longer does it do to take to do a jack miter than it does regular miter? A lot. Like it's dramatically different. Yes. You got it. And that's where the skill comes in. Yeah. And I do still want to come back to coping, right? Because I agree with you. There's, there's a shitload. Of and actually, <laughs> I'm going to rephrase the last question you asked me in the last episode about coping. But when we get to that, I'll uh, what was the, I, I should asked me I if I was do homework a, now. You asked me if I was a 45 or a coping guy. And I answered to you. 45 i can make a house look just as good yes I but i like that. to rephrase that just a little bit if i have somebody installing a baseboard after me like i'm cutting the house i'll cope it because i know it's idiot proof if i'm cutting and installing 
I'll, I'll take the judgment call. But then you know how to make it a 44, 46, 40, whatever. Correct. That needs Correct. to be that corner. Coping gives you a lot more play in corners. I mean, inside corners. I'm for, still, are you a miter or coping? Uh, coping. You're coping. I'm 50-50. Yeah. You know what? It's whatever works for It's back to your setup. Well, and the material too, really. Uh, see, the thing is, I'll always fight for Poplar. I don't give a shit. I yeah, know, but the client, yeah, you can't tell the client what to buy. But if you're already talking about 8-inch base, like you don't, 8-inch base and MDF doesn't like, it's oil. No, but water. you get those houses that are like those Green Park, you know, 2200 sub, 2200 square What are they foot. doing? They're making 8-inch base? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Oh. You get like these run-of-the-mill uh, renovations that people do, you know, lower-end renovations where they get like an MDF one-step. You know, a finger joint, yeah, and I combo see mushroom, 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 yeah, mushroom. But like yeah, that so, house, yeah. that house, for argument's sake, like I'm not gonna kill myself coping everything. Like the budget doesn't call for it. I want to get in. I want to get out. As long as it looks good. So yeah, but sometimes coping because it's faster than uh, 45. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. Okay, that. MDF. Are yes. you hand coping or are you jigsaw coping? Hand coping. Hand coping. So you've man, got an old on. school skills tradesperson here saying that you're faster with a hand coping instead of a jigsaw coping. Yeah. All the new kids are all jigsaw. Yeah. What happens when your battery runs out? You gotta walk to well, the. You gotta they, walk to the. They've got fifteen batteries. Yeah. Unless yeah the that's like gets too. broken into, and then they've got no batteries, and then they gotta go back. Yeah. Home. So so you're coping. Your coping saws in your pouch. You We're walk getting way the ahead of ourselves. The only yeah. reason I was so history and construction, history of molding. This is gonna be interesting. Uh, who do you think first came up with molding, guys? Wood moldings? Uh, well, they started on a different material, but there it was, was It was plaster, no? Uh, no, the ancient Greeks. So they started with uh, temples and with moldings to frame the fine sculptures in the triangular uh, pediment of the roof. They started working on those things. They mm. began with the use of sema recta. Is that what it is? Outdoor S-curve. Uh, and sema reversa, inward S-curve. And were decorated with uh, dentals. So it started with all that, I guess, exterior trim molding stuff. Ancient Romans built on what the Greeks started, layering moldings to create visual drama. Medieval architects used moldings to actuate the vaulted ceilings of the Gothic churches to draw attention to the heavens. The Italians' Renaissance revived uh, Greco-Roman designs but required highly specific uh, measurements to be used. Interior moldings didn't begin until the 18th century. Wow. That's when they started, right? So, uh, bolection bolection moldings used to frame large rectangular wooden panels on walls. Moldings were then used to enhance door frames, windows, lintels, fireplace, mantles, scare Like basically what we all know now. British and American used wood, while the French mastered cast plaster. So, that's where we finally get the plastering. New industrial processes of the Victorian age meant faster creation and lower co costs. So, deep curves, floral sprays. All kinds of little details, rosebuds in a different form. Uh, modernists of the 20th century rejected access and moldings were briefly deemed unnecessary, but they returned soon after in much simpler designs to what we have today. That's a little bit of history of the moldings. Mm. So it's always fun to find this information. But let's go back to, so if I've got all the fanciest and the greatest and the best latest tools that are out there, am I a trim carpenter? No. Nah, man. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're someone that's got some cash in the bank that bought some tools. That's what you are. Exactly. Yeah. There is a lot of skill behind the actions of a trim carpenter, right? It's not the tools. It's like you take away, place, a, you take away a miter saw. I'm sure Gabe could still cope his crown and install it. Uh, that's a very uh, good point. It doesn't matter. Like you just said, it doesn't matter what the tools you have. You need the, the skill to, to use them and uh, the know-how. Also, mm -hmm. understanding what you're doing and why you're doing it that yeah. way it's not just like chop 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 yeah 
there is a miter saw used for chop chain like there's framers yes. and whatever yeah. yeah but then there's a miter saw used for actual skill yes right and then there's yeah. and, and there's still an origin i guess it's an origin to everything and and i think a lot yeah. of trim carpenters of today don't understand the origin of it uh you're absolutely right and and uh um, i get like that once or twice on the show <laughs> <laughs> uh you know and, and there's uh uh there's tricks uh so that you tricks. could use uh to make life easier or, or or cuts easier and 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 stuff and don't forget math oh, oh math. stay in school kids okay yeah. well, i know uh so you're doing paneling down a stairwell you got your sharp corners uh 70 degrees 80 degrees oh no how do i cut that so a lot of guys 71 72 you know a lot of guys mark it scribe it and then hold it by hand and there's a much easier way to do it you just gotta find, know <laughs> you know, find a small angle 18 degrees mm -hmm. 18 from 90 you start getting it. It's 72 degrees. Yeah. Your machine doesn't go to 72 degrees. So how do you do that? Get a flat piece of wood. You jig it out. Cut it at 18 degrees. Clamp it down to your machine. Put the machine at zero. Put the wood up against, uh, the molding up against that 18 degrees. Cut it straight and there's your 72 degrees. You don't have to fight. It's, it's held down. It's clamped. Makes life easier, faster, and accurate. I think I saw Carpentry by Mar make a little uh, setup for his saw for those angles. He's done a bunch, and he's not shared a bunch. And he's done that on purpose. <laughs> because we go back to, I've got a lot of money, and I bought a lot of tools, and that makes me a trim carpenter. No. And then you're just on social paying attention to what everybody's doing. But you're getting A, C, G points. You're not getting the whole alphabet of how to do this. And I go back to, get to the origin understand it yourself pick a problem you're at home look at your stair look at this my personal favorite is when you do paneling and all of a sudden you're working the switch or a receptacle that's on the stair for whatever reason and it lines right up with the handrail like yeah. you've got to have a conversation with other trades like the electrician or the designer and they go listen this does not belong here and if you can catch uh, it before uh, drywall move it you never catch it before drywall. you well you don't but if you could <clears throat> A lot, a lot of trades don't give a rat's ass what the following trade. Uh, most of the other designers know shit, pardon the language. Um, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. There, there's a neither am I for the record. <laughs> there's a couple of good designers out there uh, that are amazing, but just a couple. They not, respect the craft. There's not that. No, many, no, they understand it. You know. Yeah. There, uh, there's one particular one that works for a builder that I do work, some work for, uh, work for, and she's amazing. You walk into the house. There's you a folder. Give a <laughs> Sherry Gibson. Yeah, give her a shout out. Yeah, sure. Uh, What's the company name? Uh, her name is Sherry Gibson. Oh, so she just goes by her name. Yeah. Cool. And and she's got everything laid out every room all the elevations she's, what's um i'm trying to think of the word she's um designed it <laughs> just an amazing lady she knows her her she yeah, knows her stuff she because she's designed it she's you figured know. out she's done her you know work. and 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 uh if there's an issue you call her and she goes just make it look good she she's worked with us for 
you know, long enough to know. Yeah, but she trusts that you're going to make her product look good. You know, and then she, she's one of the very, like, she's good. You know, that's, um, <coughs> when you go into a house that she's done her stuff, it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's nice to work in. Is it possible to, okay, let's say for argument's sake, you're going full MDF on everything. Is it still possible to, <laughs> listen, I'm trying to give hope here, um, to still make it look beautiful. Because the majority of the business, yeah, right but the now, longevity of it won't be beautiful. I go back to the shrooms. It's almost like I want to call yeah. the police. It's not even that yeah. though. Like, like even just you running your central vac holes along the jam so where the it meets an archway, like the, you're gonna chew that edge up. It doesn't scratch it. It, it grooves. Yeah. It. It <laughs> yeah. Now you're making profiles. Yeah. 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 And you're just vacuuming the shit. Not yeah. to mention like in bathrooms. You know, you know moisture with the, steam, with the moisture. moisture. But is it also just me? Like, do I not? get a better sense and feel of touch when i see poplar and it's sprayed yeah, and it's yeah, sand yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah you still get a sense of the grainness in it like you still yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like wood versus mdf yeah. Yeah. but i mean is it still possible it that paints you, better too though poplar like that's, it just, it's a nicer no well, see painters will argue with that on nah, that. man you got to get a good painter they still think no, that if you get a good painter they'll make it look like glass yeah yeah there's not very many good painters so if you had your choice <laughs> i mean what's the price difference here like forty percent, fifty percent. It's almost double popular. Really? Huh? Well, yeah, man. Uh, Labor is about the same, no? Really? No. Uh, MDF is up there now. Three and a half inch uh, popular casing. What's that going for right now? MDF is up there now in price too. It's not like it used to be before, where MDF was, uh, you know, three quarters, forty five percent, fifty percent less than popular, seventy five percent. It's up there now. I just hate cutting MDF. No, so do I. I Yo, can't okay, for paneling, the you know, for paneling that that's different, you know. But the moldings, poplar, whatever, um, uh, but not 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 trim. No. What would your backup be to poplar finger joint? Finger joint, finger, finger joint. joint pine, yeah. Okay. But pre pre painted finger joint. But they're not providing all the profiles in finger joint. No, no. 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 Uh, they but provide a good selection, yeah, but not not like poplar. Is it just me, or have I seen really crappy moldings coming out that are actually being sold? Lots of quality, like quality, quality, quality molding, quality. Like I'm talking poplar. You're paying a premium, and I'm seeing not. Well, I'm not going to mention any lumber yards, but uh, yeah, there's I a know, couple lumber know, yards I that know. are going downhill on that. Like yeah. you know, hockey sticks coming in. What's that shit about, man? Uh, I voice my opinion. You're like, what's wrong, Manny? Why are you why are you bringing this up to us? I go because I paid the same amount for yes. that two feet where that's that knot in that stretch of yeah. tree branch, or whatever was there. I still paying that. I'm like, I'm and not the and that. the waste is more unpopular. Like you get random yeah. lengths. Like you know, you're already buying twenty five percent more waste, and then you're already, like you know, like you're just, you're getting screwed. Left and right then and the, also the lengths. What's with the lengths now? You're asking for sevens because there's a reason why you want sevens right when you um, deal with 80 inch doors but then yeah. they go we've got eights i go well yeah, then i've got a bunch of one foot cutoffs yes. that are gonna be basically kindling now yeah money well it's winter now manny so you have a fireplace no that's yeah. not the point you're, you're misunderstanding what i'm trying to yeah. do here uh it's been like that for a while lengths the quality in the last couple of years has gone down really yeah was it always good in the 80s and 90s was oh, it always proper? Yeah. The poplar was was fantastic, and um, just in the past few years, the, I, I have noticed the quality has gone down. I don't know if they're. Is buying. this supply demand? 
I they, don't know if they're if the mills are buying like fast growth trees or whatever. Fa- yeah, fast growth trees are a less qu- uh, uh, quality of uh, poplar and and you they know like a, like harvesting. like a B grade or yeah, whatever. They, they must be harvesting. And them. and yeah. uh, they're still charging the premium. premium. You know, and uh, uh, I, I I can't answer the question. The downfall Can too when you're working in like a huge house like the one that we just we're on right now. Um, you'll get like the top floor sent to you, and then like two months later, the main floor and like the milling's just like that's slightly different. That's always the case. I know, that, but it's like come it's on, it's a different run. You know, they're not. It's not a hundred. It's so wood. How do you? Because I've come across that too. How do you solve that? There's two options. You either work with it on site, mm-hmm. which means that you're going to spend more time to make it work properly, or you return it, which consumes time on the schedule because you're already there for either way time. you're either way you're, you're screwed. screwed either way yeah what is better for uh, an experienced trim person do you have a relationship with the yard uh, send it back there's yeah. that there's that or you know usually if if it's a different run and you and you're left over with some material upstairs use that stuff inside the closets and use the new run good point on the outside Good point. You know, so this way, all that stuff. Yeah, but then you got like in the back of your head, it's like, okay, man, I gotta check every piece now. It's like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, but it's, it's <laughs> you know, it's uh, you're back yeah, to time. You yeah, know, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just a slight difference. That, but a know, good carpenter that cares about the client, the yeah. project, the finished product yes. is going to take the time to look at that stuff. Yes. You get buddy that came in and just going to slap and tickle slap it. it on. And it is it. what it is. How long before you guys start cutting the wood before? I mean, we're going into winter now, so everybody's talking climatize. Like, you, you're not milling wor- wood that's already on site today. Like, you're waiting a time period, no? I'm sorry? Like, you're going to let the wood climatize, climatize. to the, the actual house? Um, or does it bother you guys at all? No, usually when, like... Well, is the client down our throat to finish? Like, material came Monday, start trimming Tuesday? Because that's two different that, things. That's yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, I, I like to give a little bit of a grace, so then you let that wood... Yeah, because you, you usually, uh, like, the material's there two or three days before we anyway, start. So it's already sitting. Yeah. But in a bind, if something happens, right? You uh, prefer it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the same for MDF? Or do you, it doesn't matter no, that MDF... Uh, well, like I said... MDF, the only stuff I use the MDF for is paneling. Sheet paneling, yeah. Yeah. So that doesn't... I, but if you get a, a bunch of moldings and then they're in there, I don't think it affects it. I don't think it yeah, affects it. Well, I don't think it moves. No. The, Finger the, joint a little bit. The the moldings, those go on at the end. <laughs> so me. they'll stay... They will climatize to the house. All right. So let's do a little rapid here because I, I actually totally forgot what color you are tool-wise. Depends. And depends what I'm using. Depends what it is. So you have a mix. Yeah. But what's your miter? <laughs> I'm a Bosch guy. That's right. I'm That's Bosch, why, but now but, I remember why I like. But you. I do, <laughs> I do use the eight-inch Makita for. I still like you for trimming. Yeah, That's though. fine. No, everyone's. There. What are you, Bosch? Gabe? You're a Bosch as well. Yeah, yeah. we're both Bosch guys. I, and wow. I've tried everything. Axial or rails? <coughs> axial glide or rails? I like the rail. I don't like the axle too much. I, I feel like it's got a little bit of play in it. Just a little bit. Twelve inches brutal. 12 inch should be like lit on fire i, I have the other 12 inch with the rail yes that's a great saw that's a good saw that my 10 inch axle i like i do like because yeah. i like the i have the rail one nice. mounted in my truck because of the 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 slide oh you know what since i got you guys here i've got an old school 10 inch rail but you know the little black arm that's got for the safety um, yeah it's fucked up 
pull it off and put a new one on no pull it off <laughs> <laughs> but oh my son can i order just that one part it's the you know the little Talk, go, S you know where you thing? go for that you know where you go for that you gotta reef it down you go to the brothers Okay, so complete. over complete. Yeah, you will talk to they'll Bob order or Adam. Me, they'll order me a new arm, and then yeah. I can still keep the plastic. You could just order it yourself and repair it yourself. Yeah, because I could do that. That's simple yeah, enough. Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah. on and off. Because you can order, that, you I can just throw that saw. No, it's a good saw, man. Yeah, me personally, saw. I throw the safety out, but whatever, it's all good. <laughs> you wouldn't do that, right? No, no, I know. But I see the the crown molding guys, the styrofoam crown molding guys with no guard, and they've got the plaster blade on it. Still dangerous looking. Dangerous as hell. Like I, I get it's a concrete blade, and it's like I don't know, a quarter inch thick or something, but it's still dangerous. Yeah, no, I give him, I give him shit for that. All right, so you're Bosch Makita, you're not and you're Bosch, mind. and or are you just Bosch. I got Bosch uh, miter saw. Um, but most trim guys today are Dewalt or Makita. Dewalt table saw. I like that. The wall table saw is the rack and pinion. The rack and pinion is Bosch saw. I got both Bosch and, yeah. and uh, what is it, the 4200 or whatever. I like it. Um, I do like it. I like the gravity stand. Like I, like I said, I, 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 I don't I, have that I've stand. Used, I have the other one. I've used the DeWalt. I've used the, the Makita's a good machine too. The only thing that I don't like about the Makita is if it goes out of square, there's only a minimal adjustment on it. Okay. Whereas the Bosch, you could adjust it nicely. Like if it goes out of square, it's well, stop dropping your miter saw. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so why haven't you guys on the Festool train? Festool's overpriced, man. Uh, it's overpriced. Mind you, though, the tools are good. The dominoes were that. That's my next question. Yeah. Biscuits or dominoes? Domino. Dominoes. Yeah. I have dominoes? a biscuit, cordless Makita. I like it. I haven't set aside the cash of the domino yet, but I will be getting. How much is the domino? It's oh, like it's three times. The big hundred bucks. The big ones. Yeah. Whoa. But it's worth it, man. It's so worth so it. So it's eighteen hundred bucks versus even the battery biscuit is what five hundred. I honestly haven't looked into, so I can't tell you prices right now. I don't, I'm I don't guessing five hundred, so three times the price. Yeah, I got a porta cable biscuit, and it's fine. Uh, so do I. It, I, I got the Makita. Uh, I don't even hook it up to a bag. I just like shooting out the. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> real, real men don't use vacuums. <laughs> no, I still I put the vacuum on the saw. No, I, I still put the vacuum on the saw. So what else yeah. you guys like? Well, okay, hammer wise. Stiletto. A stiletto. Okay. All right. Hickory yeah. handle. It wasn't an E-swing back in the day? Yes. Must have been. Yeah. yeah I think same. everybody back in the 80s and 90s was yeah. E-swing. E-swing, yeah. 26. Uh, yeah. Here we They're go. still trying to make a resurgence, I guess, but yeah. I don't know if they'll ever come back. No. Yeah, I know. The stiletto, I've, I've been using it for 10 years, 12 years. Wood handle or? Wood handle. Wood handle. 10 ounce. Or vibranium. No, no. no. <laughs> Cur curve, 10 ounce, curve claw. Yeah, handle, that's yeah. what I got. I love that handle. Yeah. Love it, man. You can cope on the handle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, glue. Uh, Has your glue changed over the years? I like tight bond. Tight bond? Yeah. What was it before then? Elmer's? Uh, LePage's. LePage, yeah. Actually, yeah. the best place to buy glue is, is? the Saga Hardware. Buy the five-gallon bucket. <sighs> yeah, you guys go through enough of that. I'd have to take It's worth it, though. It's definitely that. worth it, man. You know, that, that, that Gorilla Glue that they sell at uh, Home Depot, that's a good glue. Does it yeah, stain? It's expensive. But they don't make refills. And the nozzle on the so head is small. So you're forced to buy, they do yeah, that on purpose. Yes. It's like but the deodorants when you go flying. You it's know, 107 grams and you're only allowed 100 grams. Yeah, you know, but it, it's a good glue. <laughs> but if you bring two, I got two degrees. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, type on makes a good glue. Would type on one, two, or three? Uh, I like two and three. I'm the same way. Yeah. I actually prefer three. 
Yeah. The open time is better. Whatever, uh, whatever sticks. Little, huh? Whatever sticks. <laughs> it's a little bit more money, but it's... You can't say whatever sticks because everybody's... There. Listen, no, I I'm stopped, a type bond guy. I'm okay, bond instant guy. bonds, though. Are you guys... Like the miter repels and all that stuff? Uh, like, that stuff's good for, for, small, for, for small stuff. Yeah. Like, but if I'm trimming stairs... You wouldn't use it for all your miters on everything. No, no. way. Like, that has zero uh, expansion. It. It has nothing in it. So then it's going to crack. Yeah, man. Yeah. You, you know what you use that for? You're making a jig. You need to do something quick. quick. You're doing like a, a small panel mold where it's too small to nail to. So you just glue it up real quick. You glue that to the wall, like stuff like that. Tack something in while you're doing something. Like that's when it's ideal. Yeah. Other than that. Uh, you need wood glue. Yeah. Wood glue's yeah. got to penetrate the material. Yeah. It's got a bond. You know, it's rock know. hard. You're I like, really I like wood glue in my miters, but PL on my backs. On the backs to the dry? Yeah. It doesn't. Because it, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't run. The PL stays in that spot. And I just put a little dot on the back. Wait, hang on, on the back of the, the on case, the back of my casing. But what do you put on the face, the tip of the casing to the jam? like miter to miter? No, no, not miter to miter. The edge of the casing, the inside edge to the sometimes jam. a little bit of overflow of the wood glue. Wood sometimes glue. a little yeah. dot of PL. Just depends how I feel at that very second in time. I've never put PL on the back of it. I do because it doesn't run, so it stays in that spot. And it'll hold it right and there. It holds it. A lot of guys are using PL for wet shimming, pocket door jams. Really? Yeah, man. That's a lot of PL. Yeah. If, especially if it's not framed properly. Yeah. That's a lot of PL. Yeah, I'm not going to start naming where I see it, but a lot of guys are wet shimming. They'll wet shim their assemblies. Crown molding. Wood or plaster? Depends. Uh, I, like, I, I like saw a job recently where I was a little surprised. The blocking of the interior of the crown was only glued to drywall face with a, a foam adhesive. Really? And I wasn't a fan of that. I don't know if they were hitting exactly where the joists were. But I was looking at the scene. And I was like, mm, the joists are not in all those spots. So I'm looking the at The joists are probably like parallel to that crown of anything. It's still, <laughs> drywall is still paper. It's it's, it's paper, yeah. And that's, that's, that's the thing. A lot of yeah. people, when they chirp me, like, why are you using PL and this and that? Why are you gluing? Blah, 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 blah. Well, one, the contract says it, so I got to do it. But secondly, it's just a little bit of peace of mind. For you, for me, you know at least I know I did. Not, it. They won't open. Yeah, up. like if it, if the drywall splits, like that's not my fault that your humidity is not setting the house correctly, right? Like I've done my due diligence, but I know that me slapping a little bit of PL behind there, at least I can sleep at night somewhat. So you guys would prefer wood crown versus uh, a plaster crown? With the with the plaster, it doesn't shift. You know, it doesn't crack. Whatever you it have moves more, on both planes. Uh, you have more profile options. Yes, a lot more. A lot, yeah. Well, if there's money, you can make knives and make your own. Actually, yeah. metric will mill you your own uh, moldings. Um, How much is that? Two fifty a knife, I think. Two fifty just for the one knife, and that's it. Mm. Metric. We'll talk then to you Paul get to Nello. keep the knife, right? No, no. <laughs> you don't get to keep the knife. <laughs> no, no. If it's no. your knife. It's your profile. No, no. no Why can't you that. keep the knife? No. No. So they can take that profile and sell it to somebody else. Yeah. But you came up with the profile. That's not right. That is that what it is, man. All mill workshops are like that. Hey, the price of lettuce isn't right, but what am I going to do? Fuck eight dollars, eh? Um, I don't agree with that. If it's my knife, I want the knife. I'd keep. I actually, I would frame it like a Tony Stark thing or something. Yeah, yeah. Give it to the client. You should like get it encrusted in diamonds yes, around your chain. That's what I mean. Yeah, and and Snoop and, would love that. And there's a minimal order. Maybe Bob Vila too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I I like wood crown. It, it's a bitch to install. It's more okay. work. It, it, again, you go to the framing and the taping. 
the, you know, the, the corners are never 90. Yeah, but are we talking like, you know, seven inch poplar colonial crown? Because like that stuff comes twisted sometimes. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, nah. That's even harder to work with. Yeah, so yeah. like if I have a house of poplar, like I'll try and push an MDF crown. Me, that's me though, just because I know the efficiency. But you know what though? It. It's a good skill learning. Yeah, of part of is. the business. The, it, uh, installing crown, wood crown. Yes, because plaster crown is a different animal. The way they cut them and the well, way. Well, sure, you know, you, you could stick your thumb through the joints and you then you just fill it up with plaster, it in, and that's yeah. it. You might as well yeah. just be working for like a bakery shop. Like yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not diminishing like no, that no, 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 no. But yeah. I mean, it's basically just like tooling a cake, right? Yeah, and it still looks beautiful. And, it's I, really good, and it doesn't split if the yeah. house is poorly framed. I agree with you on that. But there's something I I. I can see the difference. If I walk into any home, I sure, can see because if you're on plane at a staircase, yes. you yeah. can see the ups and downs yes. in it. Yeah. That's when you notice it. Yeah. If it's not installed nicely, you see it. So now yeah. clients these days are asking for everything to be trimmed, eh? Like you know, you're getting you're getting like accent walls like this, right? You're getting like Gary, he vertical trim details on barrel ceilings and hidden doors in your wainscoting and this and that. Yes. How do you price all that shit? Experience. You've never done it before. You've done something similar to it. How do you price? How do you go in there and price that? Well, like you said, experience. Um, but you're never going to be on par. No, no. You're always going to be under. I like yes. always doing the straightforward stuff: doors, casings, windows, yeah. base. That stuff. Price it how you know it. So you lose out linear. Yeah, piecework. Yeah. Like yeah. if, it, like so, you know, so whatever. You, lo you lose out on one job, but you make up. Uh, you know you know what to do on the next job that's uh, my philosophy too you know plus that job that you did looks beautiful you may have lost some points you might have it, lost on that task it, on that task but yes. it gave you it, i guarantee you that job will get you another job yes and well, then you can price it properly every exactly. job gets you more every exactly. job you do gets you more but everybody jobs. nowadays is asking for full paneling in the rooms and it's not that i'm trying to lessen the the importance of drywall or anything like that but people clients or specifically and designers are now asking for Walls with character. Yes. And yeah, that's, but then how come you're you not guys? paying your framers yeah. to give me straight walls? Doesn't work that way. Well, then how, how do you expect me to give you straight paneling? At the point there, someone didn't post a Pinterest page of some sort of thing that said, well, here, you guys can do this. And then they found it. Can you guys do this? The wall's all wonky. Crown's in, crown's out. Now you have to either what? Rip the drywall off and plane over every stud? No, you no, ain't going to do no. that. You scribe your panels. You, you, you scribe everything. Everything gets scribed. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, a lot yeah, of work. I, like he said earlier, we have to make the people's screw ups look good. Even if the price, even if the the price I'm getting paid for that job, I got haggled a little bit to get it. I'm still gonna treat it like it's my house. Like I, you, no matter what, you got it. It's your name on the line. So you just uh, do it. Exactly. At the end of the day, it's your name uh, and, and the, uh, your reputation. Electrical box is not balanced. What do we do? A, move it. B, leave it. Balance like what in your... In the paneling. Depends if, where if, it is. If it is it right, the, it's, it's right on the sta uh, 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 railer style, whatever. I don't know which one's horizontal or vertical. Uh, which one if, Which one is it? T teach me now. If, if, Rail is uh, horizontal, style is vertical, or the other way around? Style, <laughs> rail. Style is vertical, <laughs> rail is horizontal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Every it's, trim guy that's listening is going, you motherfuckers, man. Like, I'm trying to, I bet you they don't even know. <laughs> no, so, uh, it, it, you know, sometimes. Uh, Usually you refer to those terms for doors, though. Style true, and real. Yeah. True. So if, uh, if there's enough wire, sometimes we move it. 
Well, a good electrician would leave 12 inches or a little bit more at every box. Yeah. yeah. For this yeah. reason. But again, if you know there's paneling, though. But again, you, you, either, you, know, you either go back to the designer or to the builder or whoever. If you know that this room is getting paneled, call your term carpenter. Just to do a it, site have walkthrough. A just to have a conversation just to see where you want like if you know you're using an eight inch base and a rail and you're going to be like 15 inches off the floor don't set your outlet at 16 like you know or like commit a, to going base or go outlet. yeah exactly yes yeah, yeah. so, uh, you know like most houses uh that i've been working in uh, on the main floor the plugs are all in the baseboard which makes life easier I for, for paneling i do like that yeah it's you know? me personally yeah i do like the look of that and sometimes you uh, got to just do it just to, like, cheat your paneling. You know, uh, you know sometimes the, if, if your uh, style is wide enough, the plug looks good centered. True. True. You know, but sometimes it doesn't work out because the stud is right there. Yes. You know, then, like you said earlier, if the electrician leaves the 12 inches, you could shift it over and, and, uh, and whatever. But going back... You know there's paneling going in here. Try to set it up where the plugs are in the center of the I'm, panel. I'm dealing with today's clientele, how they'll make decisions on the fly right then <laughs> there. Yeah. I know we didn't discuss paneling on this wall, but we'd like to put paneling on this wall. Yeah. For whatever reason, how much would the paneling cost? And now you guys have to go in there and assess how bad is the wall? Can it make it happen for the time that you're being allowed? And also the cost, yeah. budgeted-wise, because they don't know for sure. Yeah right yeah but it, like you know there there's ways of doing it to figure it out to figure sometimes it you out, just yeah. sometimes even just the feature walls you just leave them as extras just price the normal stuff and all that stuff's an extra when i you know so when you guys go in do you guys really love it when there's a bunch of trades on site when you guys are starting your scope uh no, <laughs> no. at the max tile right at the max. At the max. At the max. Like if I'm yes. all, if I'm upstairs and someone's in the basement finishing up, that's that's different. That's, that's, that's different. Yeah. That's it. But if your drywaller is still mudding and sanding yeah, no. on I'm the top I'm floor, not even and bothering. Like, yeah. that makes no sense. No. Don't like do if that. I know no. I got like if they said Monday show up, Monday I'm there. There's a drywaller, a painter. This, this isn't that. Like the most I'll maybe do is router my doors and then leave, so they're ready even for when I come back. That, yeah. No, well, you're there. I mean, might as well take advantage of it, right? Like. <laughs> That's yeah. stacking the trades. I don't like that. I think no. when it comes to... It's no different than when drywall comes in. They don't want anybody in there. No. They want to no. hang everything as fast as possible. They want to mud everything as fast oh, as possible. And then they hang it and start burying boxes. That's how fast. They get paid, what, like 25 cents a square yeah, foot? You know, this? Uh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, sometimes, and again, going back, you know, rushing, rushing, rushing. You go do your back trim. And plumber's there. Heating guy's there. <sighs> Discovery HVAC holes there. are there. This guy's here, shit. you know working on top of each other it doesn't make things efficient and all the no. doors are in the middle of the rooms painted yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't tim's make and lunches all over the doors yeah, that are yeah, stacked yeah. i know it doesn't make things better for and for doors. some reason our saw miter or miter stand is always the the boardroom table on site always i don't know how that i don't know about you guys but i freak out if i see coffee rings on my table saw <laughs> i freak out yeah I'm sorry, but it's not a table, man. It's, yeah. it's a tool. It's a tool, yeah. You know what? If you're going to do that, then go to the plumber and the electrician and the HVAC and start balancing a Tim's on their Sawzall or their, you know, a whole hog or whatever. Do that then. Why don't you do that? Oh, because that's not right, right? Well, it's the same it's thing. It's the same thing, saw. yeah. You shouldn't do that. 
I want to get into um, uh, nailers. Ooh. I'm guessing compressor for you, Gabriel. I just switched my brand, actually. Was yeah. The, okay. And you're still on compressor or are you doing batteries? Oh, I'm, I'm compressor. You're compressor, right? Yeah, the battery can't well, What nailers are you using nowadays? So I was I was big into Hitachi and stuff, and nice. now I'm, now I'm jump, jumping into Omer's after dealing with Gabe's nailers. Omer's. Omar. I don't even know that Italian one. brand. Only one place and distributes them. And they're and, good? And Angelo's Electric. They're really How old's that one gun that you have? No. They're, <laughs> you know what? They're, they're expensive, man. They're, they're expensive uh, for what they, they're, three, they're, they're f- 350, 400, 450. For that's a nail, that's not bad. And they're yeah, but they're good. Great guns. Always losing the tip. No, the tip stays on. It's built oh, into the, it. It's it's like the tip. Oh, the, is, uh, the is plastic. The, the yeah. plastic tip. Yeah. Um, I took took mine off. So you don't, and it doesn't mark. No, really. No. And Am I wrong to say that the Waltz mars all the time? And they all they all do. They all yeah. they all over they all over nail. Shoot they all much. do that yeah. stuff. They all do. But everybody now on social media is all battery power eighteen gauge. No, and no, no yeah, so they don't gauge. have to carry a compressor around. There's and different size compressors. But uh, Omar, yeah, but when you got three four guys on a site, no, I just bring one compressor and that's it. Yeah, yeah. one big compressor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Split it off. How many? But like, yeah. okay, uh, cordless is good for service calls. Yes. If you're trimming a house, you have your whole baseboard cut the whole top floor. Like it's that's not going to keep up to me. Not, not me, but in general, like, it won't. It won't. It's I not going to happen. I know. OBC talk on trim work, guys. Here we go. Trim millwork and fire. Combustible millwork is permitted in a building required to be of non-combustible construction. So it is allowed. What you guys are doing, obviously, we've been doing it. This includes interior trim, doors and door frames, show windows and their frames, aprons, backing, handrails, shelves, cabinets, and counters. You guys apron guys, or you guys picture frame? Apron. I like apron. I like apron and sills, yeah. Sills, eh? Yeah. This house that we're at right now, we're doing mitered, uh, mitered sills into the paneling. Mitered So the paneling oh, is wow. the window. So, so the baseboard goes down to the floor? Yes. Because, uh, you know, if you would do a picture frame and then put the baseboard, because the baseboard You'd is have like a six-inch square under the window. So, so the, the windows are so low that they're yes. so It's close. not that they're so low. The base is so high. The base is so high. Because the shoe mold's five inch on this house. It's another, it's another base. It's board. another base. Yeah. So it's a, it's an eight, it's a nine and a quarter inch uh, two-step poplar base and then a five and a quarter shoe mold so we're, with we're outlets setting, in between the profiles. Oh, wow, so we're setting it up at 13, 13, 14 inches. The main floor is at, yeah, 14. Yeah, 14. So where are all the receptacles? In, in the, the shoe baseboard. Mold. In between the, baseboard. the bottom profile of the shoe and the last profile Horizontally or vertically? Horizontal. Yeah. So, That's uh, nice. So what that house that I posted yesterday, that, that house. Yeah, I'll so send we, you a picture we, of the yeah, so we did the, um, So we did the baseboard down to the ground. No, casings to the oh, uh, ca- sorry. casing. Casing down to the ground, and the cell is mitered and created a panel. And no base under the and window. And no baseboard under the it's window. It's just scribed to the floor with the shoe. That's yeah. pretty slick. Yeah, so yeah. this way you see a panel underneath the window, and then, you know, not that little. And the windows are the same elevation as the door, so all our panel molds meet up at the same height as the casing. Yeah, Lasers. Uh, trim, millwork, and doors in an exit stairwell, vestibule to an exit stairwell, lobby. This is a bunch of places. A flame spread rating of less than 150. I guess the manufacturers would have all this information, right? Yeah. A smoke developed classification of less than 300. An aggregate area of less than 10% of the attached wall or ceiling. That's it. Okay. I want to get into... Uh, 
so the battery nailers suck for but real they suck. work. It's just, yeah, yeah, for service. For service, that's for great. service, they're good. Yeah, because then you can use them in a pinch, and that's yeah, it. you don't have to. Yeah, you know, slap a battery on and call it a day. Un- what size tank you guys using for compressor? Um, I got the same one as you 5. have. Five point five, I think. The Makita double tank. That's a good tool. Eh? Yeah, that's an Wicked indestructible compressor. tool. It's yeah. heavy, but it's, it's nice. a pig. Yeah, it's yeah. but I've had mine for 15 years and I've never had a, all I've, I've done is I keep time. breaking the muffler on it yeah 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 because everyone yeah. keeps hitting it because I go it. to Saga and I buy the muffler yeah, because yeah, yeah. it does damage. you got the, the quiet one no yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, it's like that 30 bucks or something like that and you just put the muffler on it and yeah. it, it kind of quiets it's a good compressor yeah, I change the oil every now and then that's and that's last year forever oil? there's oil <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, you change the oil <laughs> and then don't leave it locked in the dead of winter or whatever, and yeah. then maybe like ice will form and shit like in the that. tank. Yeah. In the and tank, yeah, but you gotta drain your tanks. So. I, I drain it all the time. Yeah, yeah. let it fucking spew out, and that's yeah. it, right? So just not on the subfloor. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what? That brings up a really good point. So, are you guys walking in, and are the houses clean? properly prepared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We try to. Now, I when I say sure. proper, I mean I, I don't think that the ram board is proper. I think eighth inch masonite tape down. That's if you're installing bef- after floors. Yeah, which I, I prefer. But a lot of guys want a lot of, trim a lot, a lot of guys are, A lot of guys, are um, they're using the, the pre-finished uh, hardwood. So it saves time. And you don't beat your finish. floors up while you're installing trim. But how many mallet hits do you get on the wall, possibly on base or casing? Uh, that Then they have to touch up the paint and this and, and, and whatever. Yes. It's uh, like a double-ended it's sword. It's a double-ended man. sword, yeah. Do you really save time by putting the floors after the trim? No, but it makes the painting contract easier, though. Why? Because he just comes and sprays it. And, and sprays like everything, done. and that's it. Shoe mold sprayed. Even if it's an unfinished floor, he still has to cover it. And, and yeah. you know, uh, I personally like floors going down first floors and going then trim. Whether it's unfinished or finished. So How was I. it back in the day? Was it, uh, it was the other way around. Trim went in first, painted, and then all the finished flooring went down. Uh, or is it mixed? No, uh, back then, uh, the pre-finished didn't exist. It was, like true, strip, it was all that strip site flooring. finished. Even parquet, it yes. was all site finished. Yeah, all site finished. The parquet and and the strip flooring was all site finished. But that was done before the trim went down, I think. Yeah, because it was easier for them to do that. Yeah, and yeah, they would just then, sand around. But then they're using a three inch colonial base, and a two and uh, eight, two inch. and three quarter inch casing, two and three yeah. quarter inch casing, no uh, back bend, no back bend, uh, and quarter uh, round, quarter round. Why does quarter round still exist today? I have no idea. <laughs> And what really infuriates me is that not only is quarter round the, the worst thing ever Isn't invented, it the best when you see quarter round on one step? Oh, it's the best. They even chamfer the back to save material. Yeah. At yeah, what yeah. point did they do uh, that? Like, uh, this is already a bad... It's almost like supercharging, like, a Chevette. I, I, like, it made no yeah. sense to do that. <laughs> they, they, they did that, uh, I think... Not not to save material if the walls were wonky or whatever. Because that's not stopping you from going from going in. deep into the corner. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I hate. When it was the last time it. you guys installed quarter? I can't tell you. I can't quarter round. Yeah, quarter round. I, I can't remember. Been years. Couldn't even. I couldn't even. I don't even know. It's been a long it's time. A, it's ugly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's and ugly. it really is ugly when you're trying to move furniture, get closer, and yeah. the legs just hit it, and it's. Brings yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. It brings it out, or even by like three, the front door, right across, yeah. right across the thing oh, there, and it gets walked on. <laughs> man, it just gets beaten up. Oh yeah, shoe great. mold, everybody, shoe mold. Yeah, yeah. But they've been using shoe mold now for for years. They got rid of the quarter round. What is the process of jack mitering? How do you how do you do a jack for the casings? Yeah, 
I'll let Gabe take this one off. <sighs> you remember? Because it does matter. I've never, the, I've never done well, it. Well, it sucks on the profile that you're using too. Like if you got like- No, a, you know, usually it's, it's a step it's bubble. It's a step bubble. It's a step bubble. No, it's uh, a step bubble and then you can add the back bend later on if yes. you want. Because you're only, yeah. you're jack mitering only the fir- the step. It's the flat. You're, 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 no, the miter. The miter. No, no. No, sorry, the bevel. No, yeah, you're, so no. you got your header. And you're coping the profile. You're, you're cutting the out. You're cutting out the flat yes. from the back. That's guys. I don't talk again. About the same trim guys are freaking out, man. You know, but we're I, trying to explain something. You know, from, I know from the back, and and it's such an acute angle, and it just takes time. time. Yeah, why? What's the point of doing time. that? Why bother? I would do. Like, are we it. paying homage to like 160 years ago? Like, it, I would do it. I go back to the origin. A new kid, I go understand this. Shit. It's Miyagi, wax on, wax off. No, I would do it for the origin of it. Listen, if I was uh, uh, like refinishing a house, bringing it back to its historical state, like I did one a year and a half ago for DRM, and we reused all the walnut stuff, and that was all Jack Jack oh, stuff. That's different. That's yeah, that's when you have to work. reuse that stuff, right? Just because the client wants that done. But like, if I'm going to a house doing one step, you do you think I'm going to be like, okay, well, today we're going to be doing Jack miters on this house. Yeah. Nah, man. Like, it's not gonna month, happen. Month two, month yeah, three. No, <laughs> like, like you know, it takes takes a long time. Ever, and it takes skill. It, it takes skill and and patience and all that stuff. Patience and you, nobody's gonna pay you for that. Is it worth teaching the kids? It's worth knowing. Yeah, it's yeah, worth so knowing. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. So it is worth knowing it. Yeah. You may never fucking do this no. in your life, but it's worth knowing it. Yeah. It's just like a water level. Who the fuck uses water levels? Nobody. A water level. Are you guys all serious right now? A spirit level, you mean? No, no. A water, water level, level, man. You never seriously? What's a water level? Oh, minkia. Okay, so what's a water, a water level? level? There's a there's a central spit. Like, let's say you're doing setting elevations somewhere, and there's like a central water station. You know those wine tubes? Oh clear. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now what you're talking about? Yeah. So yeah. you run that wire around the house, and you find elevation when the water's at the same spot. You know you found level, but no one uses that. Who the hell's gonna use it's that? A poor man's laser. There you go, poor man. But later. didn't they, correct me if I'm wrong, do it with actual wine? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was a little confused. I thought uh, it was done with wine. Yeah, because one guy's drinking it. <laughs> 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 on the other end yeah. over there. <laughs> you should bring all these things back and then all the But the apprenticeship teaches you this stuff. Do they really? Yeah, man. I don't know about George Drown. I don't know about skill trade. I don't know about any of those bullshit. Where did you go again? I did Local 27. I did four years, seventy-two hundred hours, stuff, eh? everything. So it was really good then. Yeah, man. Worth it. Worth it. You get paid to go to school. You go on unemployment. You get paid to go to school. You pass your courses. You get grants. You write your ticket. You get paid. You leave your apprenticeship. You're starting to make like sixty k probably. You go work for a good company with overtime. You're at like eighty, ninety k. Like, what more can you ask for? The like, union loses money teaching their peep, teaching these kids just so they can recruit them to work for the union. Like hopefully, they lose ho- money. hopefully they teach them right. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, listen, the day one is basic hand tools. A couple courses like are dumb. Like they teach you stuff that you don't, you're not going to use, but you need to know it. So chisel sharpening, like stuff like that, basic welding, layout, transits, builders levels, uh, drywall, steel stud, uh, steel stud framing, hollow metal framing, or hollow metal door hanging, like all sorts of crazy shit you learn. You don't do it on the daily, but you learn it. 
You'll have it. You'll have it. There's a forming course, a framing course, setting benchmarks, like all that stuff, man. It's it's all there. Hand cut roofs. But none of these kids today want to actually go through that. They just want to show up on the site with all the tools. Yeah, but then how do you expect to make money, man? Like you can't just come and expect thirty bucks an hour and all you know how to do is cut. Paneling job. They'll get that major paneling job. Come in and do a bunch of paneling. Yeah, if they don't know what they're doing though. Like, you know, when Home Depot came, it ruined it for a lot of trades. What do you mean, all the pre? No, no. Uh, being painter or uh, a tile setter or yeah. carpenter, you know, they go there, buy the tools. I'm a tile setter. I'm a painter. I'm a carpenter. I'm this. I'm that. You know, it's, yeah, but you it's, know right away. Yeah, so like I go buy a suit. I'm a lawyer? Is that, like, is that how that works? It's like you said earlier. Uh, if you get the tools, if you don't know how to use them. You're useless. You're useless. Yeah. And the apprenticeship you know. does teach you like a basic hand tool course. And their whole thing is, is like, I if agree you don't this. got power I, tools, I can I you totally still do your job? Yeah, I totally agree with this. Uh, are you guys jigs or are you guys using uh, metal jigs for your hinge, hinge plates? I, I make, make my I own. Make, yeah, we make all of our own jigs. It's funny how you guys all make your own, huh? You yeah. don't, you don't I'll even get them sent out like to see and see if it's a handle that. So you'll do that as well too. Yeah, man. Why would I? Buy but everybody's it? asking all the pocket doors, and you got to do them on site. Pocket doors, the handles, the, the mortises, and all that stuff. Yeah, so you build a jig. You, and you make do your it. make your own jig, and you do it on site. Yeah. yeah. So you wouldn't buy a, j a jig plate or whatever. There, uh, I'll buy like a like a bore master, like to drill out like two and an eighth inch handles. No, for the hinges. You nah, want to go man, that? I just go make my what lock. is it? The Freud or is there a Freud one? There's a uh, there's a different one. I have. A Milwaukee that I bought 35 years ago. Still in the box. I used it once and I stuck it back in the box. No way. Yeah. Really? Brand new. I prefer making my own. You destroy it at the end of it? I'm no, sorry. It just keeps it as a, as a paperweight. What? The no, no. The, when the ones that, that, that you, you make. No, I've had jigs that you I've carry had them on. Like well, an 80 inch door. I know Gary's mentioned store. that he destroys it because he doesn't want anybody taking it and using it for them. Why? No, the job. I have every all job my is jig. custom. Yeah, but an 80 inch door is an 80 inch door. Like it doesn't change. Yeah. But it depends three hinges, the, four hinges, whatever. It depends on the hinge that they're asking. Not, sure, not everybody's but going yeah. if you have rain. like okay, I'll use me for example. I got like 40 jigs. One of them's 80 inch, or sorry, four of them are 80 inch. Three, four, five hinge. You never use five, but just in case. 84, 3, 4, 5. Some of my jigs are set for 3 and 4 hinges. It all depends, but I just carry them over. I just keep carrying them over. Oh, where do you store all this stuff? It starts yeah, I have a know. unit. My truck's got... I usually... Space in my truck's always has all my 80-inch and my 84s. Um, I make my jigs so if it's an inch and 3 eighths, it'll still accommodate an inch and 3 quarter. It just... I like using handmade jigs, man. And what they're set. Get? And if I go to another house, and let's say a door gets damaged, my jigs, that house's jig... You set it up. I just yeah, bang. That's, cool. it. that's it, man. Yeah. What are you guys using for routers? Makita? I, I like uh, the Hitachi, which is Metabo now. And just for the reason is, uh, uh, just for, you know, for machining the doors, is they have a centering jig to center the, uh, the bit to the router? To the, uh, to the router. Yeah, to the plate. Oh, to the base plate. To, yeah, to yeah. the... Uh, There's an insert plate. Bosch has got that too as well. Yeah, yeah. but this... Bosch's is nice though. Uh, this one the here... Quick release? Yeah. Yeah, this one here, it, it's got a, um, a centering bit. So you put it into the center and it centers the uh, the bushing to the bit. I used to use porta cable, but I found... One side was off from the other? It was a touch off. The bit wasn't centered exactly 
to the... Uh, <laughs> no, I shut my phone off. It's not me. Not me. Anyways, I, uh, the... Um, I totally yeah, shut it off. <laughs> it's not me. I thought I shut it off. Anyways, uh, it's okay. We got some theme music going on for this. <laughs> so the uh, the bit wasn't centered exactly to the bushing. So y- you would uh, machine the jam one way, and machine the door. You would have to switch it over. Yes. So that the uh, you know, like if the cord is to your left on the on the door, you would Man, machine doesn't that it. The you, cord. Doesn't that like just drive you crazy? But, like, but how do you teach that to the new kid? <sighs> I'll leave that to you, Gabe. You know, they, they would have to learn. Like, that's... that's just no, no, they would have to out. learn your yeah. router. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... And I, and I found this Hitachi, and, and, with, and I said, oh, wow. And it was fantastic. And you just go ahead, and it, the bit is centered nicely to the bushing, and uh, you just go. I like Bosch. I like DeWalt. <coughs> routers, depends what it is. I like the cordless hand routers. From the uh, DeWalt, yeah, those ones yeah, for like regular hinges, small that's hinges. That's the one thing Bosch hasn't made yet, huh? Because no, they have a small one. They have a trimmer battery, cordless? Yeah. Uh, oh, cordless, no, yeah. I, I don't use I st- it. I still use my Colt. I don't use it. See, I have the Colt too. I love it with the plunge base and everything. I love that thing. Wicked router. But I'd love to have a cordless one, possibly. It'd be, it'd be nice. But Bosch hasn't made that. No, I understand. There's, they're always like fucking They're 2.5 horsepower routers, nice. Or the 1.5? Which one do I have? I can't remember oh, yeah. what I have right now. Is it? It's big, but it's nice. It's Freud? Are you guys using a mana? Uh, are you guys using. For routers? For routers. Freud. Diablo, whatever. Diablo. Freud, uh, Demer. Uh, Orange makes some good bits. Orange makes some good bits. Blades uh, for the saws. Freud. Uh, Orange. I'll use. Freud is good. Orange is there. Orange is good. I know Tony Timber. He's the uh, one who showed me orange. Orange I like using for my track saw. Demar is good. They make it. Is it cheaper than the standard Bosch or whatever? It's roughly the same thing. Because but the it's Arbor's nice. different, right? It's yeah, nice, though. It's just stupid that the Arbor is different. It's a thicker blade, right? And also the Arbor is different. You have to buy a specific track saw blade, which costs yeah. twice as much as a regular seven and a quarter. But it's because no, it's got less flex. Eight, eight? They're six inch. Six inch, that's it. Yeah. But they have less flex. Because they're thicker. Yeah. You ever notice when you take off like a 16th off a piece of wood, the blade kind of has a little... It dances a tiny bit. A little bit. Yeah. But when you're cutting like, for argument's sake, a 45 on your track saw, like you can't have that, man. So like I've noticed that like there's less deflection in the blade. In your careers... Is there one particular job that just stands out that you guys are like, bueno, like that's just beautiful. I did an amazing job. Hanging doors. Just the doors, all the doors, every door you hung. I just, oh, like one thing in between. Just one detail you've built in, in, in the last 15 years and gave in the last 1,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, is there one job that just stands out? You're like, fuck, that's nice. I'm proud of that one. My brother's house. What'd you do? What was the detail? I recessed his whole house for him as a wedding gift. Really? The whole house. Wow. Yeah. That's probably one of my highlights. And your wife knows this, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just, so she's got expectations. I well, guess. I said, babe, our house is more of a modern uh, farmhouse. You're not, you, we don't need that kind of she style. She still has expectations. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, she wants a big closet. <laughs> is, there, is there one detail, Gabe? Oh, wow. There's, there's so many. There's right? so many. Uh Coffered ceilings? I don't know. Actually, I just finished one. Painted or uh, stained? No, painted. Painted. Uh, Wood, huh? Yeah. Pop, um, How many boxes? 15. Yeah, 15 boxes. 
Yeah, MDF uh, boxes and uh, crown, uh, popular, popular crown, crown in between. All yeah. mitered, by the way. All mitered. So why would you miter those ones? Because I would miter them too, because you can really pressure fit them nice and tight yeah. inside. Yeah. So those, t- and you put glue. Yes. That ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. Even his boxes were mitered. What the? Yeah, all the boxes are all mitered. The cross members and everything, it's all mitered. That's a good idea. Yeah. I just overlapped them. No, no, mitered. Well, that's a different look. Well, it's a different look. I asked uh, my client, do you want them mitered or do you want them inset? You know, with a little bit of a you reveal. want me to do it in a day or a week? <laughs> and he said, no, he wants it. He prefers it miter. So I mitered everything. And How deep did you go? Uh, I, uh, so the bulkhead I did uh, seven inch deep. Okay. And, and the box is uh, six inch. The reason being was it's, it's an older house, plaster. And there was, a, from the center going out, there was a half inch difference. Sinking. Sink in. Mm. So you cheated it. So I cheated a little bit. Oh, visually, you can. Nobody will know. Yes. But our whole so, job cheating. You know, so that little, you know, it, it was an eight foot ceiling. Usually, eight foot ceiling, you would do five inch or four inch. Yeah. You know, so I did the six inch. So when you put the crown in, uh, it will, you don't notice it around the reveals. You know what I've done? So it's eight foot. That's a standard when you start going suburban, eight foot ceiling. Yeah, it was an older house. Right? Yeah. I've made the Gofford go into the attic. I've wrapped the rafters. Oh, oh that's okay. cool. No, this was on the so main you get on the top floor. floor. On the top floor. Yeah, this so was the main floor. So you get an extra eight inches of ceiling height, visually speaking. Yes. And it feels taller. Wait, you had to reframe the ceiling? No. So if you carefully look at it, because rafters are never bang on 24 centers, yeah, yeah. some of the boxes are like, whatever, 21 less. 19 20 like that but you can't really tell when you're looking at all the boxes yeah but the the, the whole point was to just keep structure just to keep there the height and then go up That's yeah. because the attic has got a shitload of space yeah but you could it's more but what work. happens when the guy comes to you know insulate the ceiling after oh, it's all spray foam <laughs> oh you spray foam the whole thing the whole deck on the top uh, on the top inside the attic and then you've blown in on top of that okay not gonna go there hasn't been a single crack it doesn't move because it's all wet you spray yeah. foam behind your staircases Behind my staircase before they get boarded, I've been seeing that lately. That makes a lot no of guys will board the backside of the that staircase. That makes no sense. Why stop squeaking? And hang on a sec. But um, two pound spray foam or even half pound is worse. Has no acoustical value whatsoever. It's, it makes sense to put rock wool in there. It's not about the acoustics. It's, not, it, it's, it's, it's about just, the actual walking on it. Well, okay. If it's a brand new set of stairs that you've built in a warehouse, I know Canada and all the U.S. listeners right now. The U.S. does their stairs on site. Majority of Canadian builders do their site their off-site. stairs off site, and they glue and clamp the shit out of all of it, and the glue is like dripping. That's never gonna squeak, man. If that staircase is done properly, it's never gonna squeak. If I, it's a good idea to put some material, I would not put spray foam. I would put rock I've been wool. seeing guys literally... Rock wool will, will dampen. Uh, They've I, just been spraying it to reduce any future squeaks. That makes no like sense. Like where the riser meets no, the tread and all that stuff? Because spray foam will still separate from wood. I'm that's not a, That's a whole other argument in wall cavities. I'm not disagreeing. When you put it in between studs, spray foam will still peel away from a stud. So that makes no sense. I'm going to contest that one. Please do I, so. I've never I've been seen, seen it. it. I've never I would seen put rock wool. I would not put spray foam. But it's a good... Because there is, you can hear it. Like it's hard sound going down on wood steps, right? So you'll hear that transfer, especially if it's got a basement apartment and you got that staircase there. 
Sound is, I want to do a sound show, but I'm bringing on a sound engine. I'm bringing on a geek. Like an acoustic guy? Yeah, a geek that's not <laughs> eating, you know, he's not. Is he from Boss? He's not kissing anybody's ass, right? He's like, this is the way it's supposed to be done. I just got to get him on the show. So then he can talk about sound, proper sound, right? I don't even know how we got onto that. <laughs> One last question before we get close to wrapping this up. The spray foam. No, clamps. All Bessie? All kinds of clamps? You know what? Clamps? Bessie are the best. They are. They're the best. They got quite the selection. They have quite the selection. I even have pony clamps here from Bessie. You know, and, and spring uh, clamps. Uh, like to even out the pressure. Or, yes. you know, just great clamp. Pricey, but. Uh, What's the alternative? Who else is out there? You can go to Alibaba. I've been looking into it. You can go to Alibaba, get some knockoff clamps. Well, that's the same thing with the Viking crap. I, I just paid the money at Saga. I'm about to buy that too. I actually. I love those. Dude. We were doing a, a laundry, and she needed the laundry units back into the laundry every single day to, or every other day to do laundry. We were replacing the whole floor, heated floor tile. We were changing everything. So we would put the two clamps of Viking on a stackable, crank it up, put a dolly, wheel them out, do our work for the day. And then wheel it back. And in. then wheel it back the next day when it dries and do the exact same thing with those Viking clamps. Those things take 500 pounds each. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. not more. That would have came in handy on those 10 foot those things are <laughs> Those things are brilliant. Those <laughs> things are brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But the knockoff ones will never take that weight. Of the Viking. Yeah, if you go to Amazon and do and buy the knockoff one for like a fraction of the price, I think it's like 100 bucks or something, and you try to do it, you'll start to see the... yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to pay the 250 for the proper ones. The Vikings newer thing or two about clamps. But like regular clamps though, I've been finding that on Alibaba. If you buy, I think it's minimum quantity 100, you can get clamps for like three bucks a clamp. Okay, so there's got to be something wrong with them, no? I mean, I haven't used it, so I can't comment on that, but I have been looking into a ways to get accumulate more clamps. Do you really want to take a chance if you're gluing up a bunch of shit and then you get a cheap one and then it starts to loosen out, you come back the next day and there's... Yeah, like we're talking about cranking, like the ones, the threaded yeah, clamps. Yeah, they crank, but you think it'll loosen out or no? I don't know. I mean, I'm willing yeah. to buy a couple to see, but... Just I mean, try it out. Just to try it out. I'm always open to new things. So, like, even for us on, on, on site, we don't use that many clamps, depending on what we're doing. Like when, when I was with my dad and we had the shop going and we were doing cabinets and uh, wall units and stuff. And yes, you, you need a clamps. Yes. And, uh, Just to hold it in place, line well, it yeah, up. Yeah, of course. You know, like if we had to glue pieces together overnight and, and the, you know, like I said earlier, the Bessies were the best. You guys were yeah. making the cabinetry all by scratch in the yeah. factory, yeah? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. Eh? No. It's all CNC'd and yeah. paint sprayed. It's yeah, all, so it's all empty, yeah. Or IKEA. Yeah, so yeah, we were doing, you know, old old thing, old fashioned um, armor sets, bedroom sets, oh, wow, uh, yeah. you know, tall boys, uh, uh, drawers, and you know, stuff like that. Dining room tables. Uh, they hide all those fancy uh, crystal stuff, you know, mm. you know, hutches and, and stuff like that. You guys getting a lot of work for built-ins on site, or no, not enough. They're they're going prefab. Yeah, design. I try staying away from that stuff. To be you honest, you don't want to yeah. do that, eh? It's Just time consuming. Yeah. It's time consuming. Um, you know, I've done a few. Uh, like I said, when I was with my dad and we had the shop, we were doing a lot of built-ins and, and stuff. Uh, but now it's all, uh, there's so many cabinet shops out there. It, it's You can just measure it up. Fabricate it. it. And that's you it. can Instant. go to Rona. They got a section now. Just already pre-built cabinets. 
Really? Just skeletons. You just go there, pick your sizes, install them, buy doors from the door maker or whoever. And then and trim it out with the same trim. Trim it out, you know, you're done. fillers, and that's it. You're done. done. It's done. So how yeah. do we get more money for you guys in your trim? <laughs> how do we what? Get more money. You're underpaid. We started this whole mm-hmm. show talking about you guys are underpaid. Every nobody, nobody. Underpaid. Yeah, but that, that's that's also a factor of, you know, people that you're working for. At this point now, I think we're just going to start picking and choosing who we work for. That's so one clients that respect the skill yeah. that you're bringing. Yeah. Like if I'm going to take care of you, like fix shit on as the job goes on, like just acknowledge it, man. Just like, you know, reward me. I'm not saying every single item that I touch, but like if you know that I'm spending an extra three, four days, like, you know, just shine some light on that. You know, like I told them before, uh, nobody's perfect. No. Nobody's a master. If they tell you otherwise, they're full I mean, shit. Dave, you're not yeah. far from it though, by the way. You know, you know. and, and oh. uh, um, but we go into a house we take pride in our work we we want the customer happy um and they if they know you by rep or that work that they've done you've done for them before they won't haggle with the price no you know they won't they will not haggle with the price i priced out jobs they say you're too high fine Somebody does it ten thousand, twelve thousand dollars less. Yeah, but why is it ten thousand dollars less? Then they call you back. Can you? That's come a big m- number, eh? That's huge. Oh yeah. You know, they call you back. Can you come and fix this up? Can you come and fix? No. I would never call come. him. I would never come. Back. Call him. Tell well, him. Well, I'd go back just to see how bad it is. Well, <laughs> but I wouldn't do the job. <laughs> I no, do the job. I, 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 I don't do it either. I uh, call him back. You've paid him. Let him fix it. I'm not coming to fix other people's work. That's more work on your end. But I, you're taking a chance because they're going to stiff you. That's true, too. You know, cause and they probably already, already got stiffed. They've already paid out for the work. Now they want to pay you. you, know, uh, you want, uh, they want you to finish or uh, fix what they've <coughs> screwed up. Are they going to pay you? You know, it's a chance. I, I just say, no, call them back. I think one of the worst inventions in trim carpentry ever would be the eighth or one and three eighths door i don't like one and three eighths. yeah door. but they've been around forever <sighs> it doesn't make it right no it's I just a cost effective door though i don't like them I know, either. but when you swing when you grab a door and you open it cb wonder can tell that it's one and three eighths yeah no three it's quarters. uh, I uh yeah right? no I, i'd like the one and three quarter yeah yeah there's just a there's just a, a weight to feel. Even the eighty inch one 80, and three quarter. Exactly. Even yeah, but inch. now we're now we're open up a can of worms. Why? Because inch and three quarter door, eighty inch. It's well, heavier, four bigger five hinge, eight, more jam. jam. Well, like that, you're, it's I a think, whole different ballgame now. I think you should now. fatten all the interior walls for a variety of reasons. First of all, we argue all the time. Mechanical walls when they design bathrooms back to back to each other, they put a stupid two by four wall. Yeah, it should, it should be, be like two a, by. That six. should be a minimum two by six, if not two by. Eight. Yeah. So then you can put all the plumbing properly in there and still Swiss cheese the whole out of it, yeah. and then protect the plate. The other yeah, thing is too is the plumbers come in and they get these big board, the boring things, and now these walls are like dancing in the stu- in the between the drywall. So I think all your door, all your interior should be two, two by, by sixes. sixes so yeah. It should be five and five eighths gems. Yeah. But then yeah, it's a trickle. It's a can of worms. Exactly. It's like now popular more money and all this yes. shit. Like if that yeah. was the standard, that'd be a different thing because there's no option. Yeah, but we're back to you think pre-hung. Jam, or chim. No, but if there was, that's no, never going to disappear. No, it's always going to be there. No, 
Guys are getting paid like two grand a house in subdivision. They slap it together. It's like to it's hang peanuts. the doors. It's peanuts, oh, man. Thousand. It, well, depending on the size of the house, I'm not well, saying. Well, an average subdivision house is what? Maybe 2000 not including the basement? 2000 All yeah. townhouses and stuff, like, you're only getting paid peanuts to be in there. If you're not if you're not out of there in, like, two days, you're, you're, you're making you're, money. You're man. not making money. Very little. And it's piecework. And That's the guys under you are hourly. Scary. So like you have all your guys yeah. having bad days. You're going to have a horrible week. You know guys that? are hanging drywall in there, like, one day, huh? Oh, it's crazy. Crazy. Even the tapers now, all they do is box muddy. They don't even have skills in hand troweling anymore. Because it's pre-fed automatic boxes now. That's scary, man. It's only going to get worse. Corner man. beads are stapled. Well, I keep <laughs> telling my buddy, you know, I got maybe another 20 years in here and then six feet under and it's everybody else's problem. <laughs> you going to make your own casket? <laughs> <laughs> I'm building my own. The law, Fine box, man. The law doesn't make you, uh, you can't build your own casket, no. What do you mean you can't build your own you casket? You can't build your own casket. So if I built it for you, does it make a difference? No, you, you have to go to a casket company. Are you kidding me? I'm Seriously? I'm not kidding you. you. Can you buy a, this is a little morbid that we're having this conversation, but can you buy a, your own pine box casket or or does it have to be a fucking Cadillac with silk and No, no, you can like, buy your own pine casket, yes. Okay, all right. Yeah. And then can I soup it up? Because that doesn't make any sense to <laughs> you, me. You, I never you, understood you, mahogany or whatever special. Yeah, I know. So wait, hold on a second. Hold on. Let me just get this right right here. <laughs> ask because my head's kind of turning around. <laughs> so you're telling me if I've spent my whole career designing my own casket. I can't build my own casket? No. I'm going to challenge that. The government doesn't allow you to do that. Yeah. What's no. the concern? I have no what idea. What if you're going to be um I mean, uh, it might cremated. be the safety factor. Cremated. Like your ushers come in. That I don't know. I that, uh, like imagine you didn't cremated, build it correctly. I don't know. But, you know, to put in a, in a, in a niche or underground, uh, you cannot build your own casket. It has casket. to be a certified casket. Yeah. How do we get certified to make caskets? Now someone, know. what term carpenter person is going to start? Well, uh, <laughs> my dad, uh, when, when he, he make his own casket? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, when he was uh, first learning, uh, he started at 10 years old back in Italy. Oh. And, you know, he progressed and progressed and progressed. And they used to make caskets. Yeah. Yeah. All handmade, uh, yeah. hand finished. Yeah. Uh, and It was and family tradition. Was it stained uh, with the wine? <laughs> probably you know and and uh and that's how we learned you know and then from their cabinets and stuff and, and whatever but <laughs> everything was all mind you it's a, in a small town if the laws have changed there too i don't know listen in portugal we have um cemeteries where after so many years it's dug up and then the next family member that passed away goes in that plot so that but family. that plot stays with that family yes yeah I, I, I so you remove the whoever passed yeah. away but i mean there's a certain period i think it's like 10 or 15 years you gotta wait then you remove the bones and you put the new person in there what do you do with the bones this is what i, I went to a funeral when i was there one time a, they put them in an urn but the thing is you can't they like overdig the grave and then i don't think you can i think it's like you only have a certain it's just kind of the way it is yeah it's done, right? yeah it's a space like in italy it's yeah the same that's thing. exactly it right so there's only so much space so yeah. then uh, you know don't die too soon yeah don't still wait <laughs> <laughs> the bay the, the cake is still cooking right yeah. so i i'm gonna challenge i want to look into that now because yeah what's the you can. you can oh you can yes so it's like a, it's like a, oh, it's like okay. a crib then. So, so what are the legal requirements? I have no idea. Okay, so it, it has changed because years ago you couldn't. Well, we know what Gabe's going to be doing. <laughs> I want to build my own casket. I don't give a oh, shit. No. 
I do not yeah. need a fancy casket. I do not need all these bells and whistles. No. Man. Why? You're not going to go to Seattle and get them to make you like a custom no. stone uh, Pine recess? Box. Pine box. Pine Let's box. Can we take these uh, ticket stubs and, and, and you know, lacquer them on it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why? It's going to get burnt. That's all it is, man. It's so I, to, I told him a couple of weeks ago that I... I oh, this I, is great. I, I, I finally paid off my apartment. And, and I'm like, oh, sick. You're moving out. Where are you going, man? You're, you're coming like, to the hammer? I go, no, my apartment in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of twisted, huh? We got to get it to a certain point where we're having all this conversation. Well, I'm getting up there in years. So oh, I know. <laughs> but, but you just saying that you've got another 20 years, I mean, good on you. Like, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, but it's just, uh, are you nervous that there's not enough guys coming in? But I think a lot of guys are trying to get into trim. The rock stars are construction, right? A lot of guys want to be yeah. on Instagram influencers. Yeah, that's what it is, right? If, if they want to come in and learn the trade and, and love it and, and not just for the money. Okay, I'll, Go I'll, back I'll, to the origin. You know. I want the origin. And like, we get asked a lot, like, Hey, you know, you, I found like, I know this guy, he's looking to do whatever, but does he want to learn yes there's is so he coming much to learn. for a yeah. paycheck in trim carpentry there's so much to it's learn. not just cutting case and base no. it's not that man you know no. this is what i uh, i said earlier no no one's perfect no one's a master i've been doing this for years and you still learn yeah like me and him piggyback uh, yeah, ideas off you know, one you another you still all time. learn every project or every day how to do things better or how to how to do things different or, or but you're still learning it it's it's uh you're evolving it it's a trade that evolves you know and and uh and the industry is evolving and, itself and, and you have to love it you have to love the trade so gabe just to wrap it up uh, quick what makes a good gc what makes a good client oh this is so good what's the one thing uh, for someone that, someone that doesn't micromanage okay uh so either or right someone that knows what they're talking about, uh, knows the work involved, not just in trim, but in everything else. Well, the whole job of a site and, and knows what's going and on. Knows right? the and knows the time that it takes to do the work. Not that, you know, you unload the tools, start, when are you going to finish? Why rush that stage? Well, I, I, in my exactly. mind, why rush every stage of construction? Exactly. It just you're rushing to a problem. Yeah. And, yeah, but it's not even so much the contractor. It's a lot of times it's the sub trade. Fuck, I gotta finish this job, and I got another one coming up at the end of the week. We gotta get it done. We gotta get it done. No, no. But sometimes you know the contractor wants things done fast, 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 and and like you said, the, especially the finishes. That's what people see. You don't rush those. No, man. You, know, you don't. You don't rush those. But it's also the end of the budget too. Wait, did you answer my question about what's the most, the one detail that you built? That I, stands I, out? I don't think, because you were still going through the 40 years, you were still going through the 40 plus years of, what's the one thing that, have you tackled the library? Have you tackled? I've done libraries. Um, wine um, cellars? Uh, not so much wine cellars, because. Uh, Any one-offs? Like one thing that's been done that like it's. You know, an arcade. Uh, oh, I did well, that. That, that one lo little library, you know, with the paneling and where uh, I met the transom and all that stuff. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. nice. That was nice. I think, I, I think that was one painted of or, or stained. stained, stained, stained. Yeah. So it's I built a, um, a wall unit into the library. It was paneled, and uh, uh, 
Uh, on top of the paneling, there was a, a shelf with a little bit of a crown. And all the way around was all the same level as a transom from the window, even into the uh, bookcase. So, that, yeah, that, that came out good. It's nice that you guys are paying attention to that. Like all the heights of casings for doors that are close to each other, uh, windows. It's hard with windows because it depends on where the window is put. Yeah, the windows are, are the hardest, yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. nice that you're factoring in trying to get it as close as possible. So when you do like, look at it, it there's a it looks, line. Yeah. It's, it it's got to look like it's supposed to be there. Yeah, so yeah. it looks custom, custom. Proper custom. Uh, last thing we want to just talk about green book. Well, second last thing, uh, housekeeping. Uh, this is always a big thing. I guess waste material, debris, reusable material. So always keeping the job site clean and all kinds of shit. So there's always kinds of offcuts. Debris cannot fall freely from one level to another unless it is a demolition project at that stage. A chute must be fastened, enclosed on all sides, have a gate, uh, discharge into a container. Chute's entrance must be built to prevent the po deposited debris debris from spilling over have a 100 millimeter curb be less than 1.5 a 1.2 high uh, meters high and be close to the chute when it's not used and be designed so then people are discouraged from entering it because it could turn into a slide huh? yeah if it was on my job site it might turn into a slide if there's enough wine on the site not that there's alcohol ever on my site. Never. Um, Andrew Prete and Gabriel DeVito, carpenter on site, and Zima, right? Zima? Zimnia. Zim Zimnia. Uh, trim carpentry, finished carpenters both. Thank you very much for your time well, and, thank and you your for skill. Being and, uh, thank you I don't think much. you guys upset anybody. I enjoy upsetting <laughs> people. We've got a thousand years of trip carpentry experience here. Carpenter <laughs> underscore on underscore site. And then also, please do not forget, I will have Tula on the show. And we're going to talk soon, a little bit of real estate. Soon. So Let's just at get this, uh, sold by Tula, T-O-U-L-A. Yeah, the 12 questions of construction, gentlemen. You aware of this, Gabriel? No. Was well, this new for Christmas? This has always been <laughs> new for Christmas, man. We're always tinkering around. It's Don't worry. There's no right or wrong answers here. And there's definitely no cash prizes. What is your favorite construction word? Oof. Who's getting well, the I coffee? <laughs> I never did this with you. No, we didn't have it. That's right. This was new. Yes. What's my favorite construction, construction word? word? Coffee? No. 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 Uh -huh. Mint. Because when something's done right, it's mint. Wait, how old are you again? <laughs> Thirty-three. Mint is like my day, man. Yeah, so I got Back in my high school, we used to say You mint. know, my sister's almost like 40. She's got 42 years on me. So she, or 17 years on me, sorry. So she says mint. Her, my brother. So that's where you must have I'm around from. guys like this, man. I'm not, I'm not around young you, guys. You would have been saying groovy. Groovy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it your, that yours, favorite construction word? No. No. Uh, I don't know mine is, to be honest with you. I just kind of said that. Favorite construction word? What's like the word that you like? Is it level? Plum. That's what I want to hear good one yeah, yeah I can you guys know. have a blum bob in your arsenal yeah i used to I got yeah. one. you don't have one and I you have one, one. Yeah. you're not just living off lasers i only use lasers for elevation not for verticals never really never 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 what's ever. yours gabriel the favorite construction word oh, man nothing comes out at nothing comes out after uh A plum, I guess, too. I don't know. It was a level. What's your least favorite construction word? This might be Make easier. it work. Hur hurry up. Mm -hmm. What turns you on in construction? When it works. <laughs> yeah. When it or, works. Or straight wood. What turns you off in construction? 
guys that don't know what they're talking about. Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Just learn. You might like it. What's your favorite curse word? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> can be in Italian. Oh, mine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, Still no. Same. 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 Yeah, probably a fuck. Or sto boots or something along like that. Sto boots? Yeah, like sto boots, boots mean? It's like some Greek words, sto boots. Sto boots. Yeah, what does it mean? I don't know. It's like sto boots. I like, get out of here. You know, like. Oh, okay. What's your favorite vehicle? Anything in the world? Business-wise or just in general? Anything. Ram Ooh. pickup. You're a pickup guy? Yeah. Which one? Ram. Rams. Been a lot of Ram guys lately, man. Maybe the TRX is just changing the landscape now. What's the TRX? TRX is the factory uh, Hellcat engine, 749 okay. horsepower, off the assembly line pickup truck. Yeah, no, or that know. either Yellowstone, one or the yeah, other. It's a good man. show, by the way. It's a great show, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I wish they would just vehicle? drop I don't know, all the episodes at once instead of fucking waiting every single mm -hmm. week. You don't have a favorite vehicle in the entire world? I do, but like, I don't know. Lada? <laughs> I probably, I probably, if I had to, it's not even expensive. I'd probably rebuild the first car that I had. Which was? It was nothing special. It was just a Honda Civic. Nothing crazy. It was just a nice car to be in. Nice. I was comfortable in it. What's your least favorite vehicle in the world? The Ministries. Oh, <laughs> 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 Do they show up a lot? Have you seen them a lot? Not on my job. Since oh, okay. Our uh, least favorite vehicle. I'm not much of a sports car guy, so. Any sports car. Yeah, any sports car. What construction sound or noise do you guys love? A fresh blade cutting into wood. Yeah, a well-working router. Factory fresh blade or sharpened fresh blade? Factory, because it's I've found lately they're not sharpening the blades the Proper. way they used they're to. not do they're not at all actually it's not the same it doesn't I'd, matter where I'd you have go to agree it's almost that. not worth getting them sharpened because they don't sharpen you so know before they, they before used to they sharpen would, they would give it a lot of love and now I always felt that it was always a nicer cut when it came back better yeah than now the before before now now, now I, it's I agree. Uh, I agree I don't know they're not well, a lot of the sharpening, sharpening guys are retiring too right that's that's the thing. You'll never hear that sound anymore on the streets, eh? Ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding. Actually, I sent my chisel to one of those guys one time, and he murdered it. Did he really? Murdered it. I gave, him a shitty, I gave him a shitty chisel just to test him out, and, and it just, job. yeah, he took off like 20 years of metal, man. Like, yeah, it's no, I know. I, I sharpen my own chisels. Yeah, same. Part of the uh, apprenticeship. Part of the apprenticeship. <laughs> chisel sharpening. <laughs> what is your favorite construction? What, what was yours? This was a, a fresh blade. Fresh blade? Uh, favorite con or construction sound noise you love? Probably just a well-working router. What construction sound or noise do you guys hate? Compressor. Hate yeah. Compressor? I hate it. I try to yeah. always set it up like as far away as I can. I'll run 200 feet of hose if I have to. Both? Same, huh? That or, or uh, a fresh blade cutting into a nail. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you are. Oh. And, right, and why is it? Is it just me? You know it's about to happen. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you're literally a millisecond. It's just about, and then it happens. Yeah, or like a clogged gun. That sound. That. Yeah, yeah I hate that too. What profession other than your own would you guys like to attempt one day? Anything it doesn't have to be construction related. Anything. Well, I'm too old to try anything else. That's not true. Uh, uh, I don't think I'd leave the industry. I'd probably just do a new trade. Which one? Either electrical or plumbing. Yeah, one of the two. Same here. Potentially I, I, HVAC, I, I, but. I wouldn't leave the trades. I'd, I'd Another trade? Yeah. What profession would you guys not like to do? 
Lawyer. Not like to do? <laughs> fucking hate lawyer. Be a designer. <laughs> really, yeah? Yeah, man. Just wouldn't want to be that. But there's the good ones out there. There are. But, I mean, I'd rather be on the tools. Last question. If heaven exists, what would you guys like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? Good job. You ready to renovate? <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you very much, man. Thank you, Andrew, so much for bringing Gabriel here on the show. No and this has been an entertaining show and informative and educational. Listen up, boys. This is what it's all about, man. Boys and girls, uh, just reach out and talk to these guys and don't bullshit. We're hiring. Bullshit meters are on high alert, so there's it, it won't get you far if you bullshit. Just be honest and true. And if you got a passion for this, man, fucking jump right in. Can we People. shout out to the apprentices out there? Of course there? you can. Totally. We're hiring always, always, always. Just have a car and a good work ethic and you're on. That's it. Simple as that. Literally, right? we're hiring. Like, contact me, please. <laughs> you got too much work going on? We're giving away work. It's just unbelievable. Are you guys teaming up now for good? Yeah. yeah. Wow, eh? So you're going to get some experience if you come on team. It'd actually be a great environment to be around. Yeah, man. We're trying to stimulate new people. It's all you need. So reach out to him, Andrew Prete at Carpenter underscore. And on not on Instagram. Shoot me a message direct. Oh, how you, you got your number on the on, the, on uh, my Instagram? On uh, Instagram? I'll put it out there. 647-207-7738. Just shoot me a message. I'll, I'll put it in the notes too so everyone knows to get a And we're being serious. We're hiring. We're looking for guys. So if you think that uh, you got something to bring to the table, by all means. But also understand that you'll learn a shitload. Yeah, you're gonna, you're, you're, we're going to expose you to stuff that, you know, you're not exactly taught on a daily basis. So that's all I could ask for. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, You're Andrew. You're welcome. Thank you. Great show. Thank you, Angelina. I think we're out of here, man.